chat with me. Come on and talk to me. I really want to know what you think. I want to hear your truth. I want to see what you see. Come on and talk to me. Put your lovely teeth in this table cheese. Hey everyone, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I see y'all rocking out in the chat. I hope everybody's doing good today. I had to do this green room. When everything went down with the slap heard around the world on Sunday, I'm like, I'm gonna do a live stream Monday. And then Tuesday, I definitely wanna open up, you know what I'm saying, the floor to get everyone's opinion. Regardless of what side of the fence you stand on, you could be Team Will and Jada. You could be Team Chris Rock. That is everybody's opinion. That is everybody's right on who they want to support and, and all that stuff. So this is not a, you have to agree with me. Y'all know where I stand per my live stream yesterday. But you guys are free to have y'all's own opinions on the situation. But I want to hear from people because this entire, damn it, the, the pursuit of slappiness has gotten out of control. Okay, can I get an Amen. Right now, as of 10 minutes ago, O.J. Simpson is literally on Twitter ranting. Talking about, you know, back in my day, I wanted to slap a few people. I wanted to slap a few comedians. I'm like, sir, do you mean stab? I think you mean stab. <laughs> I don't think you mean slap, O.J. Thank you mean stab. So he's wilding out on Twitter with his own little commentary child. And then somebody don't went and, and call Will Smith's mama. I said, what is this? Is this Bel Air Prep Academy? Why are we calling a 52-year-old man's mama, honey? The news done showed up at her house, and they want to know what's the tea. Why did your son slap Chris Rock? And the mama's like, I, I don't know. I've never seen Will like this. He's never been the aggressor. I said, why are y'all harassing this man's mother? Okay? I mean, the jokes just write themselves. I'm <laughs> and then you got Jada coming out. Time out. I'm here for all the, you know, the peace and love. Oh, now you want peace and love, huh? After you done hyped him up, you done hyped up Will to go smack the shit out of Chris Watt. Now you want peace and love. Now it's num you go hang I'm like, oh my gosh, today has been a mess on social media, child. I cannot keep up with the stories. And then they just came out and said about two, three hours ago that they're gonna address all of this. All this drama. They're not going to let a, a crisis go to waste, honey. They're going to address all of this on the Red Table Talk, like I said on my live stream. I said, watch, they're going to bring this to the Red Table Talk. So at this point, I don't know if this was staged, if this was real, because it's just so much happening. And I'm like, I wonder what we're being distracted from. Because everything trending at this point in time is Will Smith, Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett. I mean, the whole thing is just insane. But like I said, I want to hear from the people. I want to know y'all's thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. This is the green room. Raise your hand if you want to speak. I'm going to go ahead and bring you on. Let me start with uh, TC Madison. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> okay. I know I got 90 seconds. Let me get started. I am. Whew, okay. I'm a little nervous. But first, I don't think it was real. I mean, I think 
for multiple reasons that it was staged. We were in a room full of actors. Let's keep that straight. All Oscar nominated, and Will is a really good actor. And I think if you really pay attention, Pfizer sponsors the Oscars. They're one of the biggest sponsors. And they are on the third stages of testing for alopecia, you know, to stop it from happening. And what does everybody talk about? The slap. Why the slap? Because he made a joke about Jada's alopecia. And mm-hmm. everybody's talking about it. And it's also deterred us away from a lot of stuff that's going on as far as what's going on in Ukraine, the petition going around to stop him from getting, what was that? The um, Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. The, 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 the something award for being a peacemaker. Yeah, the peace award. And it was something else. Oh, and also Trump is suing. Hillary. Wait, wait, wait. Who, hold on. Who's getting a peacemaker award? The Ukraine president, he's up for like the, you know, that award for making peace. Peaceful. Yeah, Yeah, it's a petition going around to stop him from getting the something award for the peace, you know, the the little the little girl that came out. The Nobel Peace Prize. The Nobel Peace Prize, yes. And the petition had a certain amount of time. Yeah, it was certain. I got it. I can send it to you. I'm like, wait a minute. They're getting attention away because if you sign it, he won't get it. It's like, What? And then this happened, so it took away from that. And then also Trump is suing Hillary over the Russia war hoax, but we're all talking about the slap heard around the world. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. So that's all I had to say. Okay. Thank you for coming right, on stage. Well, thank you. Um, Shanda, can you go ahead and unmute your microphone? Hi, it's Shanda. Hey, Shanda, how are you? I'm good. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Anyways. I believe, I don't know if it's real or fake, but I know it's a big distraction. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. And you made a point, I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but they have kind of um, premeditated this because they said they were going to bring the chaos, you know, on Twitter. So it's almost oh, like. Oh, yeah, you're talking about before okay. the, the Oscars, they were saying yeah. that they're going to bring chaos and you can't, yes. invite, you can't invite somebody from Philly and Baltimore. Yeah, that mm-hmm. didn't age well. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's all I have to say. Yeah, I, there's something else going on. And I don't even know what, what else it is, it is that we're getting distracted from. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Okay, let me go ahead and bring on um, Britt W. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Oh, my gosh. Hi, T. Hi, how are you? Love you. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. I can't believe I'm even talking to you right now. Oh my god. But can um, you turn down your okay, radio? Okay, so turn down your radio in the background. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so I um I've actually been like discussing this with my cousin because like we're always watching you, and like mm-hmm. I've kind of come to my own conclusion that I think that this was definitely staged, only because like I know Will Smith is like Will Smith, so he can get on the stage if he wants to, and nobody's gonna really stop him. But it was just too easy to me. Like it seemed too like like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it seemed very like easy and like the, he had too much of an easy time just walking up, slapping him. Like it seems staged. So you feel like it was staged? Do you 
Now, let's say if it was real, because everybody keeps saying they feel like it was staged. But if it was real, do you feel like Will Smith was wrong? Do you feel like he was right to protect Jada? I feel like he definitely knows better. Like, you are, you've been in this industry way too long. And this is not even, like, the first time that Chris has said something about your wife. So it's just very funny, like, your timing that you choose this incident to get up on stage and really show out and then this i mean i kind of i'll give the other side too just like with like kanye west when he got on stage with um taylor swift like i can mm -hmm. see like okay it could you know there's situations where like people pop up and you don't see it happening but it's just the timing was crazy too right Okay. Well, thank you so much, Britt, for calling in, sis. No problem. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad I finally got to speak with you. <laughs> like, Definitely. Yeah. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Aaron Womack. Aaron, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well, blessed, highly favored, you know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm doing some hard work. <laughs> All right. Let me do my little church step. Um. So I feel a couple of things about this whole situation, right? Mm -hmm. So when we think about the situation, um, how he got up there was too easy. Mm. At, at every award show, is going to be it should always be security. So I feel like the Oscars dropped the ball on that. We this is the first time every uh, every anyone has talked about the Oscars in a long time. I'm not going to say I'm Team um, Chris or Team Will. I mean, like I was telling my coworkers at work, I think there's always the action the reaction and then the result right mm -hmm. so i think the action was the joke and it wasn't that big of a deal but however i do find it a bit insen uh, insensitive so he mm -hmm. reacted and i don't think the reaction warranted warranted that however we can't tell everyone how to re uh, to react to situations um then you have the result. Now, the result might him being his Oscar being taken away or he might be banned. I feel like he should be banned. You can't just do something and then there no be there isn't no repercussions. My problem with the whole situation is with other people like celebrities getting involved, like Kathy, Kathy Griffin, when she made her little statement about we have to worry about other Will Smiths. I, I found it ironic that she would make that statement when she um, held the head, a bloody head of the former president. Mm -hmm. I remember you know, that. So I she feel like, she, yeah, she got counsel for it. So that that's a problem with me. And so when we think about the first, uh, the, I'm going to wrap it up real quick. When we think about uh, freedom of speech, we have to use mm -hmm. it, freedom of speech in this actual true context of when it goes to the Constitution, you know. It's speaking mm -hmm. out against the government and not so much being speaking about or speaking freely about the things that we have. Or So you, now you let's... Right. I get what you're saying. Now, let's say let's let's take Kathy Griffin out of the equation, because it's not just Kathy Griffin that's out talking. Michael Blackston, um, Ricky uh, Smiley. So it's a mm -hmm. lot of even black comedians that are calling this out and they feel like now they got to have security. They're warning people. If you run up trying to do a Will Smith, you will get your ass whooped. I'm not Chris Rock. You know, so do they have the right to, you know, put out that warning? Oh, yes, definitely. You run up and get done up. That's going to be <laughs> that's on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You take that risk and you take the risk to go up on stage. You might get your tail toe up. And that's just what that's what's going to be. You know, there was a recently um, I think that was last week. It was a gay, um, a gay black uh, comedian in Reddington, California. 
he got heckled and he made a joke about the comedian, uh, about the person and the sibling came up and punched him in the face. Now, however, the comedian won and he continued his, um, his bit, you know, he continued his show and kept pushing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I believe, you know, knock if you buck, if you're going to get up on stage, if you're going to come with that energy as an audience or as a member in the crowd, be prepared for the hands that you might get. Now everyone is turned the other cheek. Me personally, I'm not control in that kind of way. So <laughs> you might get popped. Right. But that's all okay. I have to say to you. I appreciate you. Definitely. Thank you, Aaron, for calling in. Thank you. Good night. Uh-huh. Good night. Let me go ahead and bring on um Marnell. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey C, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. I just wanted to point out two things because I think most, like, every you said basically everything that I felt in the live stream. We talk about that. But there are two things that I want to point out quickly. And the first thing is the hypocrisy that I see on social media, whether it is amongst the star or whether it is amongst everybody, basically. Um, how many people are under your comments, the acting a fool, calling you out, insulting you, calling you out names? They are on the shade room, baller alert talking about people's body parts, comparing them to animals, calling them out. But the same people over there saying, Chris Rock was wrong. Chris Rock should have not said that. Chris Rock talk about a woman's hair. But all of those people are doing all of those things for free. How many times have they talked about your hair, T? How many times have they talked about your body parts, T? How many times have they talked about... Um, Harry Fletcher, they compare her to whatever animals after her surgery or at what well, she said she didn't get any surgery. But everything that Chris Rock did, while he's getting paid millions to do it, might I add, but you guys are for free. I'm doing it for free online. But everything that Chris Rock did while doing his job, you guys are doing a thousand times, are doing a thousand times worse online. But it's okay for you guys. And when someone call you out, what do you guys say? It is my opinion. I am entitled to my opinion. You guys cannot do anything for my opinion. But you guys are sitting here. <laughs> but you guys are sitting here criticizing Chris Rock for having an opinion. Oh, Mardell the Kato with the fact. <laughs> That's so silly. That is true, because what what do we always say about the shade room is one of the most toxic places on the internet. I mean the shade room, it I mean the lowest nuances will just spark a huge debate. Folks love to drag. Folks be in there dragging people's children, honey. That's why I was saying yesterday, like, where's the cutoff? So we can talk about this and, and clown this person and go on Michael Jackson's vitiligo and, and talk about R. Kelly and talk about this person. But alopecia, that's the final straw. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm just saying. They talk about people's body parts just like Chris Rock did. And yeah. when they talk about those people, they don't even know if those people they look like the way they like um, they look like the way they look because of a disease. You guys don't even know. Just like me, I found out that um um Jada had health issues during that night. What made you guys think that Chris Rock knew about this? He just saw a bald woman, he compared her to G.I. Jane, and that was his job. You guys are online talking about people when you guys don't even know if the person that you're talking about has a disease or not, but you guys think it's okay. Yeah, look how they did Chadwick Bosman. They they're po- they're uh, pointing that out in the chat. And even I heard, and I didn't even know this, but rest in peace to Tracy Braxton. They said she, the last picture that she took publicly was at her son's wedding, and she was really skinny. And folks were going in on her like, "Why are you so skinny? You look sickly." You know, kind of to the point where they had to shut off the comments. And then come to find out, you know, she passed from cancer. 
So that's true. It's like people go in freely on social media. That's why I said the, the Internet's hypocrisy is rich to me. I just be sitting back just watching all the hypocrisy slipping, sipping slow. Because at this point, it's funny to me how so many people are so outraged on behalf of Jada Pinkett. But they don't seem to be outraged when they see regular everyday people getting bullied, getting attacked, getting made fun of on social media. Or a celebrity that they don't like getting dragged on social media. If it is Will Smith that they do like, they try and make excuses for it. But the second thing that I wanted to say, let me introduce it right there, is do you guys remember back then when the whole fight happened between Cardi and Nicki Minaj? Why did everybody say, Cardi is ghetto, Cardi is unprofessional, Cardi should not be invited everywhere, she should lose everything. But Will Smith did basically the same thing. <laughs> Cardi was defending her child, right? They talk about what well, that's what she said. She said that Nikki was talking about her child. Cardi came and defended her child. Will Smith came and defended his wife, but Will Smith is okay and Cardi is not okay. So which mm. one? Mm. Speak on it. I just Marinelle wanted- came through with the with the bombs. Yeah, remember Cardi was all types of ghetto hood rats. She should never be allowed at the Met Gala. This is unbecoming. Meanwhile, an A-list, because at the time Cardi was still, let's keep it real, about you know, uh C to G list. She wasn't, you know, top upper echelon. So this is an A-list celebrity who's been in the industry, I mean, since he was like in his early 20s, walking up on a major stage slapping another A-list celebrity. I think that's a bit even more ghettoer than the shoe throwing thing, but that's just me. I just want people to keep their own energy. I thought Cardi was wrong back then, and I still mm-hmm. think Will Smith is right because I keep the same energy. And I just want everybody to keep the same energy, whether it is your favorite or whether it is not your, it is someone that is not your favorite. Very, very last thing, because I know you have many callers, is... Mm-hmm. Please, you guys, don't go and get, um, don't go and assault people over words and next thing you know, you guys are locked up. You guys are not Will Smith. If you guys walked up to somebody because that person called your name and you didn't like it and you guys end up slapping that person, that person might make you catch a charge and go to jail, not for life, but for a couple of months. And you guys are going to sit here in a jail cell taking about, damn, I am in jail right now because I decided to slap someone over fucking words. If you guys cannot insult that person back because you guys don't have a sleek mouth or you guys don't know what to say, go home. Calm down. Don't take it is okay. Don't take you worse. I mean, even if somebody call you the N-word, which I think is the ultimate disrespect for many, don't go and get your ass sitting in a jail, sitting in a jail cell over fucking words. You guys are going to regret it, and that person is going to be out there living their life, living free, probably fucking your wife, enjoying whatever is enjoying when you are sitting right now in jail over fucking words. Just think about it. Not fucking your wife. What kind of wife you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marnell. Uh, thank I you mean, for they, calling. They might have Jada's wife. Jada's was, um, J- Jada's was me to have any was fucked. She was fucking somebody else, so they might have a Jada. You never know. <laughs> Well, thank you for calling. It was good talking thank to you. Thank you for having me, too. Definitely. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Sean Sullivan. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. All right. Is that better? Um. Yeah, that's way better. Y'all make sure y'all are prepared. Backgrounds turned down. Wind sound turned down. All right, Sean, How you doing? All right. I just wanted to say I really don't have no dog in the fight between Will and Chris. I did want to address, because I see a lot of people bringing up August Alcina. I did want to address that when August did his interview with Angela Yee, he did say that Will gave him permission. I believe that fully. Will gave him permission, so I don't think that's the same situation when it comes to 
Chris because Will fully knew about August. But um, hold up now. Remember, because people forget this. That's what August was telling Angela Yee. But then Will Smith came out the following week and said that it was not true. Yeah, they put that out there, I think, trying to hide the fact they're so adamant about not telling the world they have an open marriage. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. I think that's why they did that, just to not admit they have an open marriage. All right. I mean, I believe August. Don't get me wrong. But if we're going off of what Will Smith says, then that narrative can't work because that's what he said himself. That, well, yeah, that is true. But that that leads me to this point, because mm-hmm. I do believe they put out not all the way true narratives. And me and my coworkers were just discussing, like, I don't know how all the way true the alopecia narrative is like mm. i don't see somebody getting upset over that joke to the degree that he did like to me it came off as if and i don't want to wish it on her as if it was something more serious than alopecia now i've been seeing a lot of people online including hairdressers people leaving comments i've been a hairstylist for 50 years she ain't got alopecia a lot of people are saying that that's not normally how alopecia looks I haven't seen a lot of people's heads with alopecia personally, so I don't want to say yeah or nay, but that has been a pretty big conversation online, even between hairstylists saying that they don't believe that she had alopecia and that the scar that she had in the front of her head was from some type of plastic surgery gone awry. Allegedly, that's just what I'm seeing in the streets of the internet. Yeah, that's just my thoughts on it, but thank you for ringing me on, T. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Uh-huh. Let me go ahead and bring on Davy Pitts. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi. And my name is Davi. Davi? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So what <laughs> did you want to add tonight? Um, what I want to add is I just didn't like the fact that people were upset that he defended his wife. I mean, if you feel that it's that it's fake or is real, that's that's your opinion. But Mm -hmm. the fact that you literally have men like Plies and so many other men saying that, oh, I'm not going to defend my I'm not going to defend someone that's I'm just not going to defend a woman that that that's messing around with somebody else. And it's like y'all do realize that this is his wife. At the end of the day, it was his wife. You feel me? And Mm -hmm. you have so many people going out of their way saying that, you know, Jada is messing this man up mentally. And she probably could be. But where's that same grace to women like Rashida and Kurt? You know, I'm just saying, like, why is it that why is it that men get grace and women don't? Are you talking about because of like how Kirk was doing Rashida with all the cheating and the disrespect? Exactly. Like, exactly. You should still hold exactly. him down, and he's just going through exactly. a crisis. You right? Exactly. Ex- mm-hmm. ex- exactly. Everyone's talking about well, Jada's out here embarrassing Will, and it's like, well, shit. Kirk has been embarrassing Rashida for how long? Mm-hmm. And Rashida is supposed to sit back and hold him down because his mama told him that he got a big old head and the three earrings. But, <laughs> but. But Jada sits back and she messes up with August, and now all of a sudden, oh, Will needs to leave Jada, and Jada ain't ain't shit. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess like the, I guess I guess the saying is true, you know, it ain't no fun when the rabbit get has the gun. 
You know, so. and that's what I said. You know, when the when everything first came out with August, when everybody was like, "She's a whore," and you know, she's ruining her marriage. I'm like, hold up now, y'all are acting like Will's a saint. He's just more sneaky with his. But exactly. he got a side thing too. But nobody really, besides me and maybe a few others, ever addressed Will's side chick, the little Latina. He be running around with with the same damn background. When he in Egypt, she in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> she she's exactly. at the damn pyramids he's at the damn pyramids like come on now <laughs> right she's at the bus stop and he's down the street from the bus stop <laughs> right right you know you so, know, so I, I think i think they both have contributed to where they're at as far as public perception i don't think yes. it's all jada you know a lot of people are like oh it's jada jada's ruining him i feel like they're both chatty patties to the point mm-hmm. when the internet has to basically en- enact a petition on change.org to get the both of y'all to shut up. Y'all are doing too much chat. I yes, and I do got in that petition. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I do agree that Jada was very sloppy because I feel like if she wanted to get some pain, cool. She wanted some young pain, cool. But out of all the people, why would you do it with August? Because it's let's remember, friend. August... And, you know, August, exactly. August was going through so much at that time. He was sick. He had a, he had to adopt his brother's kids because his brother's kid, his brother died. And mm-hmm. you decided to take advantage of this of this young man. And he trauma bonded. Mm. He trauma. He trauma bonded. You know, and then also you got to also remember, like you said, you know, what was she telling him? Like you say, I'ma leave Will. I'ma leave Will. I'ma leave Will. I'ma leave Will. Right. You know, because when people are getting it in and it, you know, this new cooch and new dick, people say all types of stuff. You the best I ever had. You the biggest. You the you the best. And then when they break up, his dick was small. Well, you wasn't saying that when you first met him and couldn't stop riding it. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like for August coming out and putting it out on blast, I think, you know, he was honestly mad because he wanted Jada, and Jada was like, yeah, well, I like you too, but, you know, I was lonely, and I wanted to make myself feel good, and it was an entanglement. (laughs) Yeah, and that's all it was to her, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't see them leaving each other because they have so much tied not only within themselves, but, like, their children, their brand. They've literally intertwined as one. Like, you know Will mm-hmm. with Jada, Jada with Will. Like, I can't, you know, even though they both be smashing other people, I can't see them with any other people. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. think about with Dr. Dre and his wife, Nicole. Nobody cared if they got divorced. We didn't see them out there like that. They weren't pushing the forefront like this perfect Hollywood couple or like, you know, this beautiful black couple. Nobody, you know, so when he got divorced, he was like, oh, all right, whatever. Bye, Nicole. Bye, Dre. You know, but I think with Will and Jada... People really want it to work. And because it's not, they're finding ways to like place a lot of blame on her. Like it's her fault. She's not holding him down. He's going through a mental breakdown because of her. This was his worst. I mean, people are like demanding that we'll just divorce her at this point, you know, which is just very interesting. Cause like you said, you know, when men do things wrong, they tend to get a lot of grace from society. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, that's all I wanted to say, T. <laughs> okay. It was good talking to you, sis. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, and you as well. Bye. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Ishmael. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, how are you, how are you all doing today? I'm doing good. Oh, your phone loud. 
I know it's, it's really loud. I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and I just came in booming. Yeah. I almost dropped my phone. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it's all good. At least we can hear you. That you know, we've had a few people call and we be like, what? Everybody leaning in towards the phone and the iPad can't hear. So at least we can hear you. So what? What do you want to input on this situation? Um, it's it's slightly off. It's a it stems from the will situation. Because I see a lot of comments saying, oh, yeah, you know, if my man or my my per- my spouse uh, don't defend me like uh, Will did Jada, then I don't want him. It's like, look, mm-hmm. it's like what my mom told me. And I've known that I'm pretty sure that a lot of people on this green room have heard this before. Your number one mission in this country is to stay alive. You know that Will's rich. Chris is rich. That Nothing was going to pop off. Nothing was going to. It wasn't going to escalate. If you apply that same logic to the dude at the gas station who disrespects your spouse, it may not end well. You may not be going home, but, hey, you died on the altar of having honor, so I guess that's okay. Don't do that. Don't do not do that. This is not, like, this is not a game in terms of, sorry about that, in terms of, you know, utilizing this situation as an example of, how to protect a woman. This is not that. This was pure ego. You could have talked, you could have checked them behind the scenes. You could have checked them in the crowd and just announced, like, you could have said that same shit. Hey, uh, keep your wife's name my mom, out your mouth in the audience. You could have just said that. But nope, you just decided to prance on the stage and slap them and then walk away like Jim West. And, and, that's what, and that's what I don't want, especially young people, to take away from that situation because it's like, you know, like I said, that is in a situation, one, it's on TV. It's a very, you know, secure environment. It's like a bubble. But you go out in the street thinking that you're about to just check somebody who said some words that you didn't like, you can end up not making it home. So, you know, that's one thing that that I think needs to be reiterated time and time again. Will Smith is in a totally different tax bracket. You walking through the mean streets of Compton, it may not end up like that, okay? He's in Bel Air and Beverly Hills and, you know, Brentwood, all them fancy areas. So it might be a little bit different. But, like, you're definitely right. You know, at the end of the day, our job is to make it home safely. And that's what we need to reiterate to a lot of these young men. Because when you're young, you definitely have ego. You have bravado. But, you know, we all know somebody who's either gotten severely hurt or even killed because of ego and bravado. Right. And if that's your friend, quote, unquote, I don't don't know. It's weird in Hollywood. Everybody's friends one day, then enemies the next. I don't know. But if they're, quote, unquote, friends then I will want you to check me behind the scenes. If I went too far, then let me know. But for you to mm-hmm. slap me and like in front of everybody and then turn around to announce an apology through a letter, I'll be like, no, nah, we, I got to pull up. We, we, we ain't about to do, do all this, all this uh, grandstanding and a hot dog and for the, for the media. And you just apologize through, to me through social media. No, we're not about to do that. Right. Yeah. You, you definitely has to be the disrespect um, for you to counteract that disrespect has to be just as loud as where you disrespected me. So you need to go on television. I need to see some tears, the same tears you were squeezing out about Denzel talking about the devil. I need to see them tears on either the Red Table Talk or Good Morning America. <laughs> One of right. the two. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, Ishmael. It was good talking to you. Yeah, good talking to you too. All right. Bye. 
Y'all make sure y'all double tap people's faces to give them um, diamonds if you guys are agreeing or liking what they're saying. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Tia Chanel. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So I'm not going to um, take up too much of the time because I know the chat is popping. But mm-hmm. uh, first of all, I'm going to admit, I didn't watch your video yet because you helped me get through my 12 hour work days. So I'm putting that on ice <laughs> for tomorrow. So but when the whole thing happened, I got the notification from you. You was like, child, something happened at the Oscar. So I ran and I went to go see what happened. And I thought it was fake at first because I. Will didn't really like bitch slap him, bitch slap him. It, it, it seemed staged until I saw that Will, you know, cussed him out and he kind of had tears in his eyes like he was emotional. Now, I will say it had more to do than Jada because ever since the August gate, the entanglement, they've been the butt of jokes from both black Hollywood and white Hollywood, too. And I will say that is 100% their fault because before mm-hmm. there was so much mystique in their relationship. Like, oh, they would never, like there was rumors, but nothing ever got confirmed. And Jada picked the wrong dude to mess around with. And then their whole image got tarnished because now they're kind of like a joke. And I know that bothers Will because he's really all about his image. And that's why he said right. he um, refuses to divorce Jada because he felt like a failure in his first marriage. Because not because he loved her and she got away, but because he got a divorce. So that tells me he cares more about image than anything. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really care for Jada too much because I don't like the way she did August Alsina. Like, you know, the other lady just said he was going through a lot and she knew that, you know, and as a mom, you know, when a young man's going through something and he's looking for a mother figure. But instead, you riding off into the sunset with him saying you're going to leave Will. So I really don't like right now that peen. Right. I don't respect her or the way that she treated because I know that really hurt August, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm sure him and Will have that arrangement and Will's just lying to save face. But I hate that he got hurt in that. And no one even talks about how Jaden feels about that because his mama stole his best friend and was smashing him. And so um, back to the thing so far, I feel like I have no dog in the fight. Um, Will was wrong for doing that, you know, and it and inadvertently it did make the whole community look bad because, you know, now people looking at us sideways. It is what it is. But I think he should have confronted Chris Rock after the award show and, you know, said something or did something after that. And then when it comes to Chris Rock, see, I just don't know how I feel. I feel bad that he got smacked up and embarrassed on national television in front of the whole world, really. But it's just like, I. I I don't know. I want to hear your opinion on the video first. Okay. Uh, but also, when it comes to celebrities chiming in, fabulous don't need to say nothing because you Ooh. knocked out Emily's front teeth. So don't say you a better man because you don't even fight men. You fight women. And you only oh. married her so she wouldn't say nothing. So he don't need to say nothing. And then now they're dragging Zoe Kravitz because she decided to throw some shade in her Instagram caption like oh I'm wearing a dress where we're assaulting people and now people done dug up her receipts when she was saying some predatory things about Jaden Smith when he was 14 so she should have sat there oh Oh, yeah and no no see they dug up stuff about her daddy too he was allegedly at the big age of 36 dating Devin Aoki that little Asian girl from Too Fast Too Furious when she was 17 
So now she forgot her daddy dragged when she should have mind her own business. This is why I hate the internet. The internet will dig up some shit. You know, you ain't seen my live stream yet. You know they want to find an old video of Will Smith from 1990 making fun of a bald man. And the internet is claiming that the man had alopecia. Okay, see, but, but see, you the same way, because you don't forget nothing either, okay? I'm getting my old school tea from you too, tea, so you don't forget nothing either. But also, when it, one more thing with the whole Jim Carrey thing, and I love Jim Carrey. I just washed the mask the other day. I just think right message, wrong messenger, because at one of the award shows from back in the day, T, now I know you remember, he tried to kiss Will Smith, and Will Smith was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Get off me. He couldn't get a kiss from her, so what did he do? He blindsided poor little Alicia Silverstone and just made, basically assaulted her because she didn't want to kiss that gross man, and she was embarrassed. So how are you going to talk all this shit about Will uh, slapping him when you over here trying to kiss him and some poor girl? So, Jim, shut your ass up. Oh my gosh, she came through spilling all the old 90s tea, honey, in 2000s tea. I'm 29, and so I grew up, I have no siblings, the TV was my friend, so I don't remember nothing, I don't forget nothing either, T, but like I said, all the people chiming in, they're the right message, wrong messenger. Zoe was lusting after a 14-year-old Jaden, Jim Carrey was out here trying to kiss him and um, assaulted poor little Alicia, uh, Alicia Silverstone, so I think everybody just needs to be quiet. You know, unless you ain't, unless you got a squeaky clean background, just just don't talk. But yeah, Will was wrong. He and Jada ruined their image because you know now everyone knows. Um, I don't like Jada. Like I told you, I have her blocked on Instagram. I don't even want her popping up on my feed. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, it's that serious. I really don't like that woman. I think she is gorgeous. She is a mess. But yeah, I don't she's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, we all I, have the right to like and not like. So I, I definitely feel you on that. Well, thank you for calling in, sis. It was good talking to you. You too, see. Take care, everybody. Okay, bye. Tia came through with the pistols, honey. She was ready. <laughs> all right, let me go ahead and bring on the Duchess Six. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Good evening, T. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's really nice speaking to you. Just a quick thank you oh, for your all phone, the work. Your phone is, your phone oh, can you hear me now? Can okay. you hear me now? That's a, yep, that's better. That's better. Where, are you, where are you calling from? I'm calling from England. I know, that's what I like the accent. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you for all the work you did with COVID when it first came out. Yeah. You were better than CNN, NBC, The Works, okay? We get, we got everything down here in England, and we thank you so much for all the work that you did with COVID. It was outstanding. If anybody should get a Nobel Peace okay. Prize, it should be you. So I just want to say that. Secondly, I want to say thank I'm you. a little bit older than most of the people in this room right now. So for me, seeing what Will did was not a shocker. It really did not shock or surprise me because I've had ex-partners who, when I've been disrespected, they've given someone a slap. And whilst it's not the right way to do things in the heat of a moment that's just what you do as a man that's what he, that's how it used to be now we are training men to be a bit more not feminine but more in touch with their feelings and to say what they feel as opposed to using their fists and unfortunately there are times when people when they've got a lot of shit going on in their heads they just let the anger come out 
and all this word about violence. And I mean, over here in England, they're even saying that what Will Smith done, it could lead to young boys on the streets doing that and stabbing one another. I mean, it's, it's, this has gone absolutely insane. It's gone to another level, a level that I didn't think it would go to. And, you know, I watched this video. I've watched it several times. I do not think it was staged, especially with the, all the swearing that he did afterwards. You could see that he was, you know, angry. And when people say that, oh, he heard what Chris Rock said and he was laughing, you have to remember this is an award show. And most of those people in there are fake. Most of the time they laugh at jokes that they don't even hear. Most of the time they've got their face on just in case the cameras are on them when they come up with their nomination. They have to pretend that everything is wonderful and fabulous. So obviously, he laughed, saw his wife upset, got up and did what he did. At the end of the day, I'm not condoning the violence, but I understand as someone that's much older, that's how men back in the day used to get down. So I don't know if this is a resurgence of that coming back again. I have no idea. I know that people keep saying it's toxic masculinity and all the rest of the stuff in a world that we're living in where men are women, women are men. Everybody's taught you know, you need to be you know more. Fair. It's, it's a crazy world that we're living in. And at some t- point, you will have a crazy reaction, as we saw at the Oscars. But to be honest with you, I'm not surprised at the end of the day, these are rich people. They get down with some crazy stuff in the background. So to be honest with you, I'm sure Chris and Will have made up most of kissed each other in their funky sort of like, you know, crazy shit that they do back in the back scenes. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I just think that this thing is, is spiraling a bit out of control with people saying, Oh, what if it had been Betty White that had made the joke? He could have hit her. She could have fallen back, hit her head and killed. I mean, I've heard some crazy yeah. stuff about. This the whole reaching little... is crazy. Yeah, it the is. reaching is like, it's, it's a bit much at this point. It is. It really is. At the end of the day, you know, and I've, I mean, I watched something today where they were saying this is black on black violence that's getting out of control. I mean, for crying out loud, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane, you know, and it's they said, it, yeah, it's two people. Both of them are wealthy. Both of them, you know, will will get past this. Will will most probably go on to make more films. Chris will carry on. I mean, don't forget, Chris is coming to London on the 12th of May. So he's sold more tickets now than he did prior to this slap taking place. So Will has actually helped him with ticket sales in London for his show in May. So, you know, everybody wins in this situation at the end of the day. Because what are we talking about? We're not talking about Ukraine. We're not talking about people dying. We're talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. They will survive. Amen. You came through just kicking some gems and knowledge. People in the chat are asking if you don't mind how old you are or what generation you grew up in. Are you a 70s child, 60s? I'm a 60s child. I'm a 60s child. Yeah. So, but I listen to you all the time. So men nowadays are definitely, you feel, more feminine than they were back then. Like men were menly men back then compared to now. Yes, it was... It was okay. a different vibe. It was a totally different vibe. I mean, even listening to your, when you talk about Chris, um, about, about what's his name, uh, R. Kelly and R. Kelly going into the schools and meeting young girls. In England, a young girl at school, age of 14, 15, we'd be going out with guys as old as 25. And that was normal. Mm-hmm. They would rock up in, you know, I'm not saying that it was right, but at the time, that's what it, it was, was like. It was normal. 
it wasn't seen as anything. It's only now with today's interpretation of things, that's when you start to think, well, this is a bit, you know, it was wrong. But at the time, it was normal. You had rock stars such as Bill Wyman going out with 13 year old girls. And it was seen as completely. Yeah, member Elvis Presley. Exactly. uh, Priscilla, she was 14 when she got with Elvis. Exactly. um, Steven Tyler, he had a whole relationship with like a 15 year old girl. They were open with the relationship back then. Exactly. That's how it was. Mm -hmm. And it was no different with regards to men when you got out of line and you treated a woman badly or you said something wrong or you didn't apologize, you stepped on her foot. The guy that you were with would take you outside and would give you a smack. And as embarrassing as it was, you know, you no one sat there and thought, oh, this is violence. Oh, my God, you could have killed me. It, it just wasn't that. Do you know what I, mean? I think people really do overreach and they need to keep a perspective. At the end of the day, Chris Rock said something. And don't forget, Chris Rock has been making little jabs at, at um, Jada for some time now. So mm-hmm. obviously it got on her last nerve. Um, I'm not really a Jada Pinkett fan, if I'm being honest with you. And I don't particularly like Will Smith either. either. But Chris Rock has, you know, made a number of jabs against predominantly black people and black women in general. And so this was a joke too far. And as someone said, and I don't know how much of this is true, because I, I, I said I don't follow Demi Moore and stuff, but the G.I. Jane, who played G.I. Jane, was Demi Moore. Who did Demi Moore end up with? A younger man. Who did Jada sleep with? A younger man. So there's like multiple levels that people are talking about this on this side of the pond where they think that Chris Rock was out of order. But like I said, they will survive. And as for Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey has no business speaking on this, considering look at what happened with him and his girlfriend who ended up committing suicide, who said that he'd given her an STD, that he had introduced her to drugs and all the rest of it. There was a huge court case. Her parents took him to court based on her suicide note that she'd written two years prior to her death, saying all these things. He gave her herpes. That's right. That's right. He y'all, won the y'all, case. Y'all are here to be messy tonight. I'm here for it. I'm gonna go there. But that's what I said. I mean, he won the case. But the mm-hmm. funny thing about winning that case, prior to winning that case, he had paid her a substantial amount of money so that she would not go um, public with it. And then once mm-hmm. she died and her parents took the case to court, that's when he started coming forward with all this. Oh, it was forged notes and all the rest of it. And so, as far as I'm concerned, everybody will have an opinion. Yes, but as they say. Right message, wrong messenger. A lot of people have been dragged out of their caves to give an answer to this, you know, thing going on with Will Smith. And wait, wait, sis, did you see Eric Benet? What do you think about what he had to say? Because people were saying exactly. he's the wrong messenger too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying to you. You'd have to go very far to find the right messenger. What I did find funny though, and I don't know, maybe you know, because you 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 do more about the entertainment side of things, but I've never seen in all the years that I've watched like, you know, entertainment shows and awards, I've never seen rappers come on an awards ceremony and end up breaking out into a fight, no matter what they said about someone in the audience. So it's quite mm-hmm. funny that the rappers who are thought of as thugs, I've never seen an all out brawl or slap on a stage. And yet two so-called genteel black men are the ones that end up giving us that entertainment. That's what I find quite funny about it. But that's just me. That is. That is very interesting. Well, you definitely dropped a bunch of gems, sis. They don't gave you over 223 diamonds, honey. They was filling everything Jeez. you had to say. <laughs> 
as I say, let men be men, just so long as they don't get too violent, because we don't want to lose our black men. But men have to be men at the end of the day. That's all I can say. All right. All right, sis. Thank you so much for taking time to call. No problem, my darling. You take care of yourself. Okay, Okay, then. Have a good night. Bye. You too, sweetie. Bye-bye. Ooh, she came in like a hurricane. I'm here for it. She was saying some real stuff. I really enjoyed her her opinions on stuff. So let me go ahead and bring on Nicholas. Nicholas, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God. It's so finally nice to meet you. I've just recently nice seen Super since last year. I used during you, you helped me towards ending of quarantine, so ending of 2020. So, yeah, okay. you're just like my first actual podcaster that I listen to and you're like the top fave. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Um but yeah, um I don't have no tea to spill, but I do want to have like my opinion. Now mm-hmm. I just I didn't watch the Oscars. I, I to be honest, I love acting, I love theater, love everything about movies, but the Oscars bored the hell out of me. I it just I will love I mean some of them it's just boring. But with this Oscars particular, I feel as though it got more entertaining wise. And I feel like that's weird. Oscars was never like that. And just by me saying that is because I saw on Twitter all these costumes, not costumes, how these, how these people were dressed, mm-hmm. how the, the, the elites were dressed up. They weren't wearing just all white tuxedos. They were wearing... I mean, of course, the females were wearing beautiful gowns, but some of the men were wearing different style tux. It just felt more entertaining-wise than actual Oscars, if that makes sense. But just going back with this Will situation, I do not like what he did. I feel as though, why are you getting mad over a joke that you just laughed at? Like, I get your wife, you were protecting your wife, but my whole thing is, you didn't have to come here and slap Chris over a G.I. Jane joke and then put a narrative down like it's a de- deadly disease. I'm over, I just recently found out about um, Jada's illness. I did not even know about it until last night. I'm like, why is it? I didn't know this was big news. And so for me, for every for I, I mean, for just people on the viewers, the social media, I just don't feel like why you make it. I feel like they're making it more of a thing than Will and Jada are, obviously. But it's just like, why are you making it seem like it's a disease that Chris Rock knew? Everyone's like, oh, well, Jada did speak about it on Red Table Talk. But I'm like, who watches Red Table Talk under the entanglement joke? <laughs> I did, honestly, I don't. I don't watch the Red Table Talk like that. Only time I, I'm not even like that. I only watched that one episode of The Entanglement. And that was it. He was crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, how were we supposed to know that she, how did Chris know that she was, that she had that alopecia thing? And like you said on your live stream, I thought the same thing. I thought she just cut her hair because she's always wearing mm-hmm. it short. She's always wearing it short. So I just assume that's what she's doing. So, and then another thing, I didn't even know about G.I. Jane. I didn't even know what what it was about GH. I thought it was um, when when it made because social social media made me think that GI Jane was about someone who was sick. I did not know it was about actual crime fighters, <laughs> like well well the women being soldiers. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the military, I did not know that. So I'm like, so she's a badass chick. Okay, right. so 
what's the problem? You know what I mean? Like, what is the problem? So social media and their anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like where is this that the anger and it's so hypocritical and it's just like you're you're want a mo- they want to make it into something which is not. And another thing, I just feel as though with Will and Jada, they they literally said on their social social media that we ch- we're choosing chaos tonight. Now, was that, I don't even know, was that before the Oscars or was that after the incident? That was before. I felt like okay, that, that was, was foreshadowing them. Mm, I thought that was foresh- foreshadowing and spellcasting. You know, because, because I was after so, it so, happened, mm-hmm. everybody kept saying, he's from Philly. That's why you don't invite people from Philly. And you know what I mean? And that's what he said See? before. Like, don't bring in people from Philly or Baltimore. And then it popped off. But that. That's but I find that's wrong. So why are you make why is that people from Philly have to have they, you're making it seem like people from Philly are a certain type of way to not be invited to the Oscars? Everyone has their mental has their breaking point. Everyone's going to act that way. Uh, speaking, thank you for bringing that up because now they're making it seem like us you can't take black people nowhere thing. And it's like um no you can take us anywhere. And on top of that, why is it the fact Going back to what your live stream said, again, why don't they do that for, why don't us entertainers or actors, whatever, when we go to award shows, keep that same level of professionalism to the BET Awards, to other different award ceremonies? Why are we treating the Oscars as something that's worth worthy of, oh, some upper top echelon thing? When right. every award should be something you should be proud of, you know. And yep. Well, Nicholas, we got to get to the next person. But you made a Thank lot you. of good points. Thank you so much Thank for calling so much. in, Nicholas. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay, so I'm gonna bring on some more people here. Um, let me see. Uh, Whitney Harris, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, Miss Lovely T, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. How are you? Howdy, I'm doing good. I'm from trifling ass Texas, so you know, excuse that whatever thing. But uh, I'm at howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring up a few uh points because I know a lot of people are like, oh, is it real? Is it fake? Um, I don't know if it was real or fake. Uh, my thing is, is that you know, as everyone saw that Will Smith when the fir- the joke was first made, you know, he was laughing this and that. Saw his wife was mad, so he went up on stage and slapped Chris. And it's like, okay, you know, you could hear the emotion in his voice when he started yelling. You could see the tears in his eyes and everything. That's what makes me think is real. But I also have to think that, okay, you know, if it's fake, I would believe if if it's fake, if the Oscars are like, okay, well, we're not really going to do anything. We're not going to take away his awards. We're not going to ban him from the shows. He's not going to be taking away any acting roles, you know, like no consequences. Then I understand, like, okay, I think that was actually staged. But another thing I want people to realize is that, you know, with this, if this is real, we don't know what mental state Chris Rock is in, you know, like, yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah. He's got money. Yeah, he, you know, he's got friends or, you know, people that are friends with him in public and everything. But 
you know, we don't know what mental state he is actually in in his real life. This is international news. Hundreds mm. of millions of people have seen him get slapped on that multi-million dollar stage in front of all those millionaires and billionaires. He is being the butt of a lot of jokes right now, a lot of memes. People are cranking out the memes like crazy. What if this man commits S? You know, what if this mm. is the tip of the iceberg? Like, we don't know what mental state he is, is in. Just like Robin Williams, that man was the yes. funniest comedian I've ever seen. And mm. we were all shocked when he ended up, you know, taking his own life. What if this mm. this situation, unfortunately, Chris Rock is in a depressed state and then he goes on stage, you know, he's doing his thing, making people laugh, and then he gets slapped, everybody making fun of him, and now he just, he's gone now. You know, Chris, Will Smith doesn't think about things like that. He, he he wasn't thinking, you know, I understand that your wife was offended and stuff, but that was a lighthearted joke. Yes. You know, you shouldn't be joking about women's baldness or this or that, but I didn't know she had alopecia, you know, just like everybody said, they, they thought it was a, just one of her hairstyles. But as a man, as a professional man, as a businessman, and as someone that you, you know, you see in public every day, like, oh, you know, we meet up and this and that, we see each other at parties. You should have taken him off the side and, and you know, stated your grievances. For you to go up there and slap him, if I was his wife, I would have told him, yeah, of course, in private, you did too much. Because now you're embarrassing me, you embarrassed yourself, you're embarrassing our brand, you're putting our future at risk, you're putting our kids' future at risk, because now they see it as, oh, Will Smith is out here slapping people. You know, it's not like Chris Rock's acts. Hey, Jada, does the drapes match the curtains? He didn't say nothing offensive like that. You know, and she could have taken that moment, made that into a movie role. Like, okay, you know, you have a a black female. She she's she's uh has a buzz cut and everything. Shoot, get in some acting roles and you know flaunt the ball buzz cut. Be like, okay, it's a thing. You know, you could have you could have made more women feel more comfortable. You know, having a buzz cut because right now, um, and sorry if I'm going too long. My mom, she's 52. Female baldness runs in our family. But the thing is, is it, it started when she was in her 30s, and it really didn't like hit hit until she was in her uh, her late 40s. So it takes a long time for that baldness to show. But you know, if you're wearing that hair every day, you yourself will see it. You'll see that you're starting to go bald. Not everybody else is going to see it until it's like massive uh, hair loss. So I don't blame Chris for not knowing. He made a lighthearted joke and Will Smith took it way too far. And we don't know what mental effect this is going to have on Chris Rock. We don't know. You know, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening with that. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was really good talking to you, Whitney. It was a pleasure. You have a nice day. You too. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Nicaraguan. I don't know if it says princess. It like cuts off. Hi, T. Hi, T. Sippers. Hi. Hey, what did your name say? Nicaraguan Pocahontas. Oh, okay. It stopped after the T. I'm like, I don't know what the rest oh, I'm is. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> um, so, what did you so- want to add to the conversation? I want to say that I think it's real. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, because we're so accustomed to the Kardashians and all this reality TV show, I think we think that it's scripted. But you have to remember, Chris Rock and Will Smith, they're not reality stars. 
So mm. I don't know. I just think because we're so accustomed to watching reality TV that we think it's scripted, but you know, you can tell that it wasn't scripted because in other countries they completely cut off the broadcast, like when that was happening. And then, you know, you saw him cussing and they had to cut the audio, you know, if that was scripted, they wouldn't have done it. And it was so kind of sloppy how that happened. So I, and then you can tell that Chris Rock was kind of shaken up because he was fumbling his words a little bit. He was such in shock. I don't think it was fake. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, um, it's, it's hard. Like I, I do feel like it was real, but then part of me is like, it's Hollywood. So you just never know. But I mean, let's just say that it was real. I still feel like it was wrong and it was kind of, you know, out of pocket. For sure. Mm-hmm. See, and that's the thing, like this whole situation just makes me really, really sad. Like, because Will Smith is one of my favorite actors and Chris Rock is one of my favorite comedians. So to see like, Mm. two men who have put in decades upon decades into their respective industries to get to where they are at now for this to happen on such a global and international stage. It's just, it was not good. You know, we don't want to see two men of that stature get into something like that, you know? And um, I would say like, I couldn't stand when people were like, Oh, can't take black people anywhere. Oh, Oh, how are you going to act like that in front of a bunch of white people? See that I don't agree with because it's like, if mm-hmm. white people are racist, regardless of how you act, whether you're professional, you're smart, you're, you know, well-spoken, they're going to, they're going to always have that inside of them. They're going to be looking at you like that regardless. So regardless of if you act out or not, they're always going to say, oh, you see? No, but if they're racist against Black people or whosoever, then that's Mm -hmm. always going to be there. It doesn't matter if you're educated. It doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, a billionaire. You know, so that whole, oh, behave around white people, that's so stupid. Like, that could have been anyone. Yeah, I've never agreed with that. My thing is, if we're going to talk about behavior, let's behave right everywhere we go. I don't care if it's the Oscars, the BET Awards, you know what I'm saying, Essence Awards. Behave correctly as an adult. You shouldn't be more well-behaved because there's white people in the room. I've never agreed with that. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, that whole situation just made me sad because I love them both. But I would say, like, you know, I can see both sides. You know, I feel like this was something that was building up over a long time. This was not just a one-off thing. You know, we we saw the Red Table Talk where Will was humiliated. We saw Laverne Cox, you know, made that awkward joke that, you know, probably rubbed them the wrong way. We saw Regina Hall that same night in the Oscars make a joke, you know? So it's like, this was building up and building up. And then also, I think Gail King also hinted at, oh, there must have been some infidelity in your marriage. Like, this has been building mm-hmm. up for a really, really, really long time. And I feel like that was the, that one joke was the straw that broke the camel's back. So to us, it may seem like, oh, the joke wasn't even that bad. Oh, G.I. Jane is a badass or whatever. To be honest, I really feel like as a comedian, you don't think so deep about every single joke, especially a joke like that. To me, that was a filler joke. Like that's a joke that you just throw in at the top of your head really quick just to, you know, so there's no dead air or anything. So I feel like, you know, everybody's saying, oh, but G.I. Jane was played by Demi Moore and then she ended up having an affair with a young guy. I feel like, come on, let's be honest. Chris Rock was not thinking that deep. He wasn't he did not you know, spend... And let's also years. clear that up, too, because I see a lot of people spinning that narrative. Somebody had, 
uh, said that yesterday in our live stream, and we went to research and find receipts. Demi Moore and Bruce Willis were married. They broke up in the 2000s. So in 2000, they broke up. Um, she got with somebody else a year and a half later after they were divorced. She did not get with Ashton Kutcher until 2003, which was over three years after her finalization of, you know, divorce from Bruce Willis. So she did not cheat on Bruce Willis with the younger guy. So I see a lot of people just spinning that narrative, just, just, just pulling anything out their ass to just justify exactly. why Chris when in is reality, wrong. You don't have to lie. If you think he's wrong, yeah. that's fine. But you don't have to add sauce to it. Because when, I when have never reality, heard of Demi Moore cheating ever on Bruce or versa. Me neither. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, I just feel like people are, are looking so deep into it. Like, let's be honest. He probably pulled that joke out of nowhere, you know, uh, you know, it's so, so for people to say, oh, he thought about that joke. Oh, he knew he was, she was sick. Like, come on. I don't, I really don't think he knew that she had alopecia because I mean, I didn't even know. I mean, let's be honest. Who still has Facebook anymore? I deactivated, I deactivated my Facebook like over three years ago. Like people don't really watch Red Table Talk unless it's something really juicy, like the whole, you know, August episode and everything. So I feel like everybody's trying to decode the joke. You know, I just feel like, but because, and to us, the joke wasn't that bad, but you have to remember that this has been ongoing for so long. So to Will Smith, the joke was serious because he was just tired of it. Regina Hall mm -hmm. made a joke that night. Laverne Cox, that joke that she said, that was not too long ago. You know, the Gail King interview, that was not too long ago. Like this is all happening in a recent amount of time. So I think he was just tired of being clowned and he just had to right. do something. And um, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and get on to the next call. We got a lot of people's hands up, but thank you so much for calling in. It was really good talking to you. Thank you. All bye. right. Bye. Okay. Let me go ahead and bring on Elijah because it's already seven o'clock. So I want to try and get as many people on here before eight o'clock. Hey, Elijah, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Do you remember me? From where? <laughs> your last, your last stream. Oh. Um. <laughs> I meet you at the Mall of America. Where? <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared with notes this time. Um, so okay. I, it's funny. You said to slap her around the world. I posted that on Facebook. I said, damn it, I missed it. I said, I missed the slap her around the world. Um, so uh, you said that she wanted to pull out this table uh, for this red table talk, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think she needs to put that damn table back. I don't think she needs to do that because every time she pulled this table out, she messed up. They get into some new stuff. She's, uh, they, we learned things about the relationship we didn't know before that we probably shouldn't have known. Um, so I don't think... She needs to do that table. I don't think it's a good idea. They need to put it out in the garage and sell it. Um, <laughs> I don't the garage sale with the red table. <laughs> well, I think Will is traumatized by this. I, I think mainly, honestly, I don't think he um, went on that stage because of in defense of her technically per se i mean damn that alopecia his his ego was hurt i don't think no devil was possessing him i think he was just hurt because for the last two years um he's been kind of harassed well not even kind of he had just been harassed ever he was at that table mm -hmm. talking about um the entanglement uh with august <clears throat> in august but now let's keep it but let's keep it real real quick elijah mm -hmm. okay 
do they not bear some responsibility? Because we, who asked for this? Who asked for them to be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fucking obvious. We didn't ask for any of this. Nobody. I'm being messy, going, going on a hobo tour, right? You know, trying to low key spill tea. But they could have easily just ignored him and kept living their life. Mm-hmm. But see, what it is is they're trying to get that red tabletop show popping. So it's like, well, let's try, see how we can capitalize on this. And it black, mm-hmm. it backfired in their face. I just feel like that's what it was. They tried to capitalize on a moment and it didn't work out. Now they want to play victim and cry. But y'all told us all your business. Y'all was sitting there. He was sitting there teary eyed and she's like, I'm not happy. And I was looking for happiness elsewhere. Right. I mean, they put all their business out there and they didn't need to. Mm-mm. No, no, you're right. Nobody, nobody asked after that. I don't, I think we're all traumatized by this table. I don't think we want to see this table. Um, <laughs> Um, and then moving a little forward, you, I also I wanted to point out I don't think he would have did it if it was if it were somebody else. I don't think if if it were any other comedian or any other actor or just anybody in general, I don't think he would have did that. He definitely knew where to play his cards and who to play them with. I do believe that because it was a Chris Rock, he went up there and he hit him um, because his ego was hurt. Um, the GI Jane joke, she is that's an empowered woman, so I don't understand the problem. I don't I don't see the alopecia reference in that um i mean if anything we want to talk about i mean i know that gi jane wasn't a black woman but we want to talk about empowering women i don't understand how um they linked that to her alopecia um i think that if anything that that reaction made it the the response that we're getting out of this like i think the alopecia thing is just to save face for will's nasty behavior in my opinion a lot of people are saying that A lot of people are saying that initially when Jada first came out and shaved her hair, she was saying that she was trying to be in sync with her daughter. Right. I think that, I mean, it could have been real alopecia, but I mean, mainly it seemed like a style choice for most people. And this seemed like just something to use as a good, okay, well, you acted a fool. Now we got to say I got alopecia. So. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are a mess. (laughs) <laughs> the chat, the chat got me cracking up. They are so funny. I swear. Oh, they're Between these, these calls and these chats, child. But yeah, I do feel like there's there's a lot of you know, a, a lot of excuses being used for for Will's behavior. Um, and like I get it, you know, the stress, the constant jokes, being the butt of all jokes. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, this is where attention seeking goes wrong. Because they could have just really just ignored everything and just continue to play crazy like they've been doing for the past four years. Because mm-hmm. this ain't the first time that August tried to spill tea. Because remember, even before this time when he did the whole Angela Yee uh, interview, he had dropped a song with Jada's middle name two years before that. Right. And then, th- like, at least two years before that, when I finally realized they was fucking, because I caught this out, like, four years ago. What did it for me, the cherry on top, is when he left that damn Tupac S. note. He was literally trying to sound like Tupac. I remember Jada, that. I really love you. And, and I'm like, okay, he done took on, he done became the living embodiment of Tupac. And that letter, it was a birthday card with a letter. That was way too deep for you to be right. writing that to, some, to your friend's mom. Yeah. <laughs> when I read that card, I said, yeah, she's smashing this little boy. <laughs> yeah, she was. It was definitely he had he had no problem putting it out there and talking about it. So I mean, in all honesty, where where was that smoke for for August? Maybe maybe he's waiting for August in August. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to end up on this though. Uh, 
that you said something about a cover up that what I mean, what are we being distracted from? I think that it was quite interesting for um what's his name? Zelensky to have he was supposed to have allegedly been there and accept this Nobel Peace Prize. Uh I, I think that's interesting when you know certain things about that war, but we'll go on for a different day. But I don't think I think that that's I think something within that realm is is what we're trying to look away from because I didn't watch the full show or even the Oscars at all. But um, I don't I don't even think he showed up. I think they had to rearrange that. Um, but, yeah, he was definitely supposed to appear and accepts on Nobel Peace Prize. And that's that's interesting, to say the least. Um, I mean, that most of the details on that is for a different day. But, yeah, okay. I, I think. That cover-up is in there. It's hidden in there somewhere. All right. Well, Elijah, thank you so much for calling in. It was very good talking to you. You made a lot of good points. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Miss A. Hunt. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. Hey, how are you? I'm good. So my thing is this. Whether it was fake or real, I don't like the fact that it looked like two black men was emasculated on national television because he didn't hit him. He didn't go up there until his wife gave him that look. And then that's, you know, when she gave him that look, then that's when he reacted. And then you go and slap another man that didn't even do anything. I don't like that narrative that you have two powerful black men in very high positions. look like they both was emasculated. And so whether it was real or not, I don't like that. And the fact so that do you feel Will, like Will was emasculated because Jada sent him up there. Is that where you get yes. emasculation from? Mm. Yes, because he so laughed you feel at like first. Should have pulled him back and said, you know, no, leave it alone. Don't go up there. Later, you know, go backstage because had he went backstage, he could have went backstage and addressed it. Nobody would have never even knew. But, you know, the fact that he did, he actually got up there on national television and did that after she gave him like an eye signal, like, really? Then it really made him look emasculated. And the fact, like everybody's been saying, he's been being emasculated for the past two years. And especially when they did that red table talk and everything else, when he sat there and cried and all this other stuff. And so to me, it just took it a step further. But then you go and slap another man and he does nothing. He just sit there and smile and laugh it off. And the fact that Will came from Egypt, he reached all the way back behind his back and hit this man that hard. And he didn't even stagger. He didn't even, you know, flinch. He didn't nothing. Come on now. You, somebody hit you the hell. You don't even stagger. He like didn't I said. Cards as quiet as it's kept. I said, what kind of strong man hands he got? <laughs> he didn't drop not one card. I said, I know that's right, Chris. Not one. No. I said, I was like, he ain't flitting. Like, he ain't open and said nothing. Nothing. Like, not even a witch. Nothing. Like, not even a mint. Something. The fate. Okay, but like I said, whether it's fake or not, I just didn't like that narrative that it looked like two, you know, black men was emasculated on national television. Okay. And, you know, then all this smoke that now the whole family got Jaden out here, you know, that's how we do it. Shut up. <laughs> I told you how I felt about Jaden yesterday. Jaden needs to <laughs> down. Because first and foremost, Jaden, your friend, remember? Big old August. Big A. Was smashing your mama. Not even, even before that, he was running around steadily dropping Easter eggs about your mom. Not one time did you check him. Not one time did you take to Twitter and say, yo, August, shut the hell up. You know what I'm saying? Keep my mom's name out your mouth. 
you never had this energy for August, but now the whole family has all this energy for Chris. I just find it interesting. And somebody was being messy, honey. They said the reason they told me, Nathan, or to at me, the reason why the family don't have no smoke for August is because they were all smashing August. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, well, um, that's I'm not fooling with the internet. That's interesting. And another thing, too, that um, people keep saying is how now all of a sudden Chris Rock shows and sold out. I don't even think nobody even knew he was on tour. Now all of a sudden his shows just sold out. Nobody even knew he was on tour. Now all his shows are sold out. All I'm saying. They said the next day, like Seth MacFarlane, you know, was putting the link to his shows. Like, hmm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of side-eyeing. It's just a little bit. I'm just saying. And not so right. <laughs> trying to ride the train. He was like, exactly. I'm trying to see comedy shows. I'm available. <laughs> All right, T. Have a good night. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for calling in, sis. All right. I'm having a good time tonight. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves as well. Let me go ahead and bring on Devin Brown. Devin, go ahead and unmute your microphone. All right. Can you hear me? Is my audio good? We can hear you perfectly. How you doing, Devin? I'm feeling good. All right. Hey. What you got to say? What you got to say? Uh, you already know I've been clowning in the chat since Sunday night. So pretty much I'm team Chris because Chris Rock is a better man than me because you cannot slap me on live television and be able to walk off scot-free because we both would have embarrassed each other at the Oscars that night. So that, you're telling me that you would have chased Will Smith down the aisle and punched him in the back. Hell of the yes. You can't. Nah, my pride and ego too big for that. No, can't do that. But um, something else I wanted to bring up is for the simple fact is is that just like with Shikari and the whole weed thing, like everybody wanted to be a weed expert. Now all of a sudden, everybody's all of a sudden an expert on alopecia. Now all of a sudden, everybody knows that Jada Pinkett had alopecia. I didn't notice until last night, like everybody else did, but everybody on social media wanted to act like they've been known this for months or years or whenever she announced it. And as far as, well, hold on, let me say this. Will Smith has been a ticking time bomb since 2020, especially with this whole August Alcina thing. But my thing is, you directing your anger at the wrong person, you should have slapped the hell out of August Alcina, not Chris Rock. He, August Alcina was smashing your wife. It wasn't Chris Rock. That and with Jaden, um, Jaden Smith's comment, um, oh, tell some, oh, that's how we do it. Bro, having your homeboy smash your mama, that's how you do? You have no type of loyalty to your daddy? Like, mm. whatsoever? Like, so you're saying that you feel like Jaden showed lack of loyalty to his father if he knew that the mother was smashing August. Yes, I'm like, why are you so cool with your homeboy smashing your mom? Like, that is so weird to me. Like, I can, I don't care how close we are, I will never let none of my homeboys date, mess around with my mama in no way, shape, or form. Like, that is just not cool to me. Mm. But now, do we know that he was cool with it? Oh, I mean, we I, can assume, but do we that's know? What I'm saying. Yeah, I was the judging by young you. boy would not be cool with their mama smashing their friend. Exactly, like judging by them pictures, it looked like he was cool. And I'm just like, you don't see an issue with this. <laughs> you don't see an issue with your homeboy having sex with your mom in your house. Like that don't strike a chord with you. Mm. <laughs> But yes, I'm glad Chris Rock is getting paid for this. I hope he roasts the hell out of Will and Jada for all them tours. 
I know he hasn't, I, yeah, I know he hasn't spoken on it publicly since, yeah, the incident. But yeah, I hope he roasts the hell out of Will and Jada and get paid for it for every tour date he got. That's going to be that. Yeah, I can't wait to see because they're saying this comedy show is being sold out all over the country. So I'm sure he's going to talk about this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that whole thing is that, like everybody said, the joke was really not that bad. They're making it seem like Chris Rock done made a whole cancer joke and Jada Jada Pickett got cancer. No, like she just got a shaved head. I Like everybody said, I thought this lady shaved her head by choice. I'm like, okay, cool. She got the head for it. She can rock the ball fade. I'm like, hey, I ain't mad at it. Nobody mm-hmm. knew that she, the majority of the world did not know she had alopecia until Sunday night. I agree. I agree. A lot of people did not know. Well, okay, Devin. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was very good talking to you. Thank you. You too. All right. So let me go ahead and um, bring on Katora. Katora, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling on me. Um, what's not sitting well with me with this whole situation mm-hmm. is Will Smith initially laughed at the joke. Like, I could understand the slap a little bit more if he sat stone-faced from the beginning to the end of the joke. Mm-hmm. But he laughed at the joke. Like mouth open, like he was hollering, laughing. And then it took for him to look at his wife and realize that she wasn't feeling the joke. And then all of a sudden, now you get up and you want to slap Chris Rock. And then you want to sit back in your chair and you want to yell, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. And then you want to get up there and you want to cry and and say, oh, there's only so much a person can take. No, I really feel like he was covering his own ass because he knew that he was going to get in trouble when he got home for laughing at the joke. Like, that's how I really feel about it. I mean, people are saying that it's a cover. Yeah, I do feel like it's a cover. It's a cover for Will because you laughed at this joke. Mm-hmm. So some people are saying that he laughed because it was due to like nervous laughter. Because, again, the Internet is all a bunch of psychologists. Right. But it didn't look like nervous laughter to me. Yeah. I mean, okay, let's okay, let's say both parts. Right. So some people think it was nervous laughter. Sometimes people laugh in uncomfortable situations. So now let's look at it the other way. What if it wasn't nervous laughter? Maybe he initially thought it was funny. Right. That's how I'm taking it. Like he initially Mm -hmm. thought that it was funny. But because you saw your wife sitting over there upset, now you had to get up and, like, defend your wife's honor because you knew that when you got home, you were about to hear it. Right. And, I mean, that's that's just how I feel about the whole situation. I'm not going to stay on here long because I know, you know, other callers, but that's that's just my whole take on it. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you, sis. Thank you. You too. All right. So let me go ahead and bring on Malachi. Malachi, go ahead and unmute your microphone. One, two, three, four, five. T Nation, lovely T. Can y'all hear me? Am I live? Hey, what's up, Malachi? <laughs> you know, that's my little intro, child. <laughs> All right, look. 
I'm going to keep this kind of short, child. I had to step from I had to step from inside of the house because you know mm. it's going to be a bunch of noise in the background. But, child, you know, I live in the hood. So if y'all hear gunshots, just ignore that. We're going okay. to keep you in prayer, my Malachi. We're going to keep you in prayer, okay? <laughs> say what you got to say Look. to get back in the house. <laughs> you know, I have no dog in this fight, to be honest. I have a lot of respect for Will and Chris as far as them being incredible actors who've been in the game for a long time at this point. Right. But as far as this whole slap hurt around the world goes, I have no dog in the fight. You know, I'm not team Chris. I'm not team Will. The only thing that I'll say is I just, we have to get back to having emotional self-control. Now, mm. regardless, if you felt like, you know, Will and Jada were really upset or whatever. However you feel about that, we can all agree that he should have not walked up there and slapped the the the, the, the taste out of, as Chris Rock's mama, Rochelle, used to say. <laughs> oh, everybody hates Chris. He should have not slapped the taste out of that man's mouth like that in front of all those people. And it's not even about the whole Oscars white people thing. This could have been in front of black folk at the BT Awards. It still was tacky and it still just did not look you know, good. And don't get me wrong, I laughed about it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely laughed. It was funny as hell. But it was still tacky. I feel like if he was really upset, he should have just had enough emotional self-control to say, you know what? I'm going to wait and I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about this with him backstage. Like if he couldn't wait till after the show, he should have just went backstage after Chris Rock did what he did on stage and talked about it with him then. And if they fought, they fought. If they just talked it out, they just talked it out. But doing it up there in front of everybody, it was just really tacky. And I just find it very interesting how, you know, in 2020, when the whole August Alcindor thing happened, everybody pretty much wrote Will and Jada off as their relationship goals. You know, at first there were there were goals. You know, everybody loves Will and Jada. Then the whole entanglement situation happened. You know, Jada was, you know, up on August Alcina's, I would say pony, but child, we know it ain't a pony. That's a whole that's a whole stallion. Um <laughs> Well <laughs> we, yes. you seen the pictures, I'm just saying, you know, then then bad marriage for life. A lot of people wrote them off as couples goals. Now, skip to 2022, this man done again smacked the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. Now you got all these women. Oh, if my man don't don't slap somebody like that for me. Then he don't really love me, girl. Sit down. You better hope your man right. don't try to do something like that so he won't get arrested. Because the difference between Tyrone in the streets and um Will Smith is that Will Smith is a A-lister. Right. He has a lot of power. So nine Tyrone times out of ten, he's not he gonna do no bullets. <laughs> exactly. He's not going to do no jail time behind this. Tyrone, on the other hand, girl, let, let him lay a finger on somebody. Them cops going to come and take that man away. And then your butt, the one who wanted him to do that, is going to be sitting there crying and going to be sitting there on your social media. Free my man! Free my man! Girl, you should have been trying to keep your man from putting hands on people. Child a mess. And another thing, too, I'm going to say this, then I'm going to um, go ahead and head out. Mm-hmm. I know they're talking about potentially taking away his award. I feel like this don't take away his award because if y'all take away his award for just simply smacking the taste out of Chris Mark's mouth, y'all got to take away the awards from all of those pedophiles and woman beaters who y'all have awarded over the years. Roman Pulaski, and he's had several awards that he's won, and he's still got to keep his awards in spite of the fact 
And matter of fact, he was just nominated as recently, I believe, 2014 for The Pianist. You know, so he's he's been getting awards in Hollywood. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, he has all types of awards. So if they're not going to be snatching back theirs, they don't need to snatch back Will Smith. So I definitely agree with that. He messed up. He's definitely embarrassed. Um, he's the, he's even more the butt of jokes now because them memes got me fucking dying on Twitter. But I Child. think, you know, his award, they need to just go ahead and let him keep that. Exactly. Let him keep the award, you know. And if y'all don't want to invite him back again, that's fine. But let the man keep his award, you know, because, again, it'll be a double standard if y'all were to take his award just for, you know, smacking Chris Rock. And not to make that sound like, you know, it's something small because it's not. But compared to, you know, um, touching women and touching children, um, you know, let that man keep his award. But anyway... That's all okay. I'm saying on that. Let me go and take myself back in this house before they do start shooting child. All right, Malachi. Stay safe. <laughs> Thank you for calling. All right, me. y'all too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, let me go ahead and bring on um, Muchilla. Muchilla, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. What's up? <laughs> hey, sis. How you doing? I am okay. I saw it when it happened the night, that night. I do believe it was staged, but I'm kind of torn. And it's just things that's making me go, hmm, with it. For Mm -hmm. instance, the Chris Rock movie that he did, Good Hair, Mm -hmm. that is just something that's making, how you say, my tin hat tingle. I'm going with that it was a humiliation ritual. I'm going to just put it out just like that. I feel it was that. I feel like he was he had to do it for this to cause a distraction for everything that's going on in the world. And and that was that because it seemed like he knew what he was. He was going to turn up before he went there with the whole uh thing that he posted on. I don't know if it was TikTok or Twitter or whatever. They, like you, you were saying you was going to show your ass tonight. Right. So I, I'm going. I'm going with that. It's just too too much behind it. I I did know that she had alopecia because she talked about it, and she was showing how she was losing her hair in a video. I I came across it. I just think this whole thing was staged as a distraction because we're still talking about it. I don't think they're gonna take his awards. I think they're just talking about it. And 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 the people, most of the stars that are really saying stuff about it are elite stars. Jim Carrey. So, you, you know, it's, it's people throwing fuel, keep fueling the flame. I'll say it like that. And Chris Rock's tickets went up too. Right. There's a lot of benefits for. Yeah, they all they all, all won out of Oscars. Mm-hmm. They all won out of this. But when you smack a man in public like that, that's demasculating them right there. You you kidding them? You letting them know, yo, you my bitch. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's the way I see it. I'm, I'm gonna keep it short. Okay. Thank you for letting me speak. Definitely. Everybody else has covered everything. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling in, sis. All right. Okay. Let me go ahead and bring on Roy. Roy, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T. Hey, everybody. Hey, Roy. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Ciao. Let me just say this. Team, team will, team mm-hmm. slap. Team, it is what it is. Team, I sure did. Team, I'm going to jail. Team, and that's on fucking period. Mm. Let me say 
let me say this. Maybe because I'm a whole, I got the nerve to be black, gay, and fat, and a man, that my tolerance for bullshit is really low. You're not going to just keep talking to me and disrespecting me. Like, words hurt. You can, look, you, certain words, I will love you, and certain words, I will hate you. I'm a big, I'm a big opponent of being a bitch where they at. If you disrespect, if you love me, I'm gonna love you back. If you disrespect me, I'm gonna disrespect your ass back. Which Chris Rock had no business saying what he said to that woman. He then went up there on that stage a few years ago and dragged the hell out of uh, Will and Jada. He shouldn't even look their way. He attacked like what? What more can a person take? You just can't just understand that it's like violence. It's you know the condoning violence, yada yada yada. I'm talking the violence that I condone is the violence as far as kids walking their asses to school and they getting shot, or the violence that the old lady's getting getting carjacked and get pulled out of her car on her way to fucking Piggly Wiggly get some oxtails. She getting yanked out of her car. That's the violence I don't condone. But as far mm-hmm. as violence when it comes to protecting my family. And protecting the people that I love, it is what it is. Like you're not gonna just you just and I understand that he's a comedian, but that does not give you the right to just say what the hell you want to say without no fucking repercussions. And I don't let me tell you something. I don't care if Jada fucked August, September, October, November, and December. And rolled that dick harder than a goddamn Bronco. That is still his wife. They are still married. And the, y'all always want to bring up that entanglement with August. We, y'all, y'all don't say anything about them entanglements that we'll have. Because we'll have some entanglements. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. Y'all don't want to talk about them entanglements. You don't want to talk about them entanglements that, that came out with that. He was uh, on vacation with that Latina, that spicy Latina. Y'all don't say anything about that. But if, if, if that didn't come out, it would be a parade of fools jumping in the air. You know, loving what Will did, loving what they would be out there loving what he did. And let me say this to the mama, because you know I dragged the um the old and I dragged the young. I'm an equal opportunity. Uh, Who's mama? You talking about Will's mama? Will's mama. Okay, what what happened? Will mama, you have no business getting your ass up there saying what you said about your son. Period. Let me say this. It's one thing. It's one thing getting. It's one thing. I have all these motherfuckers, these mushmouth motherfuckers, come out of the woodwork talking shit about me. It's a whole different animal if I'm having my own family disrespect me. Ma, go sit on that lazy boy. Go, go fix you a bowl of cereal, some, uh, uh, some cornflakes. Y'all love cornflakes, right? Go fix you some cornflakes. Go eat some hoghead cheese. Turn to CBS, okay? If you don't like the Equalizer, okay, I got you Peacock. Peacock is on your TV. Go watch Law & Order. It's 62 episodes of uh, seasons of Law & Order on this Peacock. They take a $5 out of my check every week, every month. They take a, I don't even watch Peacock, okay? I'm an HBO Max girl, okay? Go sit down, mama, because everybody... Is saying got something to say. Jim Carrey, shall not even Alec Baldwin got something to say about it. I just read. Oh, article. I heard. I seen him. I said, I yes. know he ain't talking. I'm you done like, shot and killed somebody. Alec, you done shot that lady all in her face. You done turned that spaghetti western into New Jack City. And you got <laughs> the fucking nerve to sit here and got some. He said that he could say, I'm sorry, Chris Rock. 
um, that they turned the Oscars into the Jerry Springer show. Motherfucker, you didn't, you blaming everybody but yourself for shooting that woman because your ass don't want to pay up that settlement your ass got to pay because you and Hilaria got that, um, that, that, um, think that she's a spicy Latina, but it came out that she's a whole white woman. You and your 45 fucking kids, you don't want to take that money out your fucking pocket. But you got something to shit to say about Will and then Jim Carrey. Let me tell you something, Jim Carrey. If your ass said the same exact thing that Chris Rock said on that stage, you saw how Chris Rock got his head bust, got got his uh, got the shit knocked out of him. You would have gotten a three piece combo special, and Will would have waited fifteen minutes for the spicy. He would have three piece biscuits to your ass if you sat there and said the same thing with Jim. And Jim, you ain't got no shut. Like I said, I, I I can't condone Will for what he did. I mean, I, I can't I can't totally um, condemn Will for what he did. He protected his wife. It is what it is. He look whatever repercussions he got to face. He's going to jail. He's going to uh, get that Oscar snatch. It is what it is. He protected his family. And now you got all these bushmouths coming out. Chad, please, Mama, sit your ass down and fix you some oodles and noodles, and or, or send me some oodles and noodles because I'm going to jail. Because if if that was if the mom, I was like, what's the mama talking out? Because if if the Chris Rock would have said something about his mama, Will's mama. He probably would have did the same thing too. So, Mama, sit your ass down. We love you, Mama, but shh, be quiet. And that's all I got to say about that. Team Will, it is what it is. I'm going to jail. It is what it is. I said what I said, and that's that's that, that's it. I love you too. I love you too, Boosie. This is why I fuss with my tea sippers. Y'all be going in, honey. <laughs> Work with you for a whole 10 minutes straight. Like I said, this is what I love. I love open dialogue. Everybody got differences of opinions. Some people, you know, are on Will's side. It is what it is. They're willing to take that penitentiary chance. Other folks are like, nope, I'm cool. I'm not about that life. Roy is definitely about that life, buddy. He said he is fat, black, and gay, and he wants all the smoke. <laughs> Y'all was y'all gave him all types of diamonds. Shout out to Roy. He got like over two and something diamonds, honey. So let me go. <laughs> let me go ahead and bring on Raven McQueen. Raven, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello, please. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you as well. Okay, how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Okay, nice, nice to know. Okay, so like I have to like I have thought on, on two situations involving this mess. The one with Will. And the way the celebrities are talking about the situation, because they're being very hypocritical. Because we have like, okay, we have OJ Simpson saying that he would have received life without parole if he found someone on TV. We know, we know you would have. <laughs> so I find it very hypocritical when the celebrities are talking. When I find it like they're trying to use it as a, as means to promote themselves and to like show that they're woke. Also, very private tried doing it. It fought miserably. But in terms of the Will situation, I feel like Will did it to boost his ego, to show that, yeah, he's about to lie, that he's, he's boss, and, like, he wouldn't allow his wife to get disrespected because of him being dragged. Mm-hmm. And, and people have been comparing him, if it was Tupac in that situation, and I feel like if it was Tupac, I personally felt like he would have, he would have hunted that backstage. I feel like because of Tupac, Tupac is more... Um, certified so he doesn't need to show off his dominance where will he need to 
we needed to will needed to show his dominance to try and improve his image, which I don't think it worked personally. So So y'all gonna just keep on throwing salt in that man's wound and comparing him to Tupac? Yes. <laughs> of all the guys he was like, Yeah, he, he's not like Tupac. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. Not fifty cent but Tupac. Y'all are a mess. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I when he was yelling, I was I was cringing. I was cringing watching it because he sounded he sounded stupid in my opinion. Yeah, he was going in. He was like very, very upset and you know, and, and bless Lupita Niango's heart. I mean, she was just sitting there trying to hold her composure, but I know she was thinking all types of stuff in her mind, like, I'm so <laughs> glad I'm here. I'm in the money shot. Let me make sure I act right. But do you know whose who's, uh, picture and reaction really pissed me off? Who? Nicole Kidman. Did you see her picture? <laughs> this, the bitch act like somebody let out shots in the Oscar. She oh was all extra pale. She was like she's about to jump underneath her underneath her seat. I'm like, damn, did they will slap her too? Why is she so upset and frightened? That oh my god, fighting. I said, y'all don't get Nicole Kidman's ass out of here. That was a horrible reaction. I just want to talk about the play out. Oh, oh wow. Now that was true. <laughs> no, it was too contrived to with a person like that. Like girl, it wasn't it wasn't that it was deep. It wasn't that deep to be surprised like that. Like girl. It really wasn't. I mean, I couldn't believe when I seen her reaction in the steel shots. I was like, really? Really, <laughs> Nicole Kidman? <laughs> It was a nice shot, though. So maybe, you know, she was doing that for promo. You know, she looked good in that shot. So, you know. Give yeah, that. she was scared, scared. I was like, oh, my gosh, it is not that damn serious. And she's probably, like, at least, you know, 20 feet away from the situation. Yeah, like she was standing right next to Chris. I said, this old drama queen. I do wish I was there, though, to know what the tea was backstage. Because you just know they were talking all that gossip. I wish I was there to hear Everything to see, like the reaction, see, didn't know what the dare her specifically. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know why. I just, I just want to know what was going through her own mind seeing that situation. Yeah, you know, people was talking. They mm-hmm. definitely, because uh, at first, even a lot of celebrities on the red carpet were still trying to figure out was it staged? Mm-hmm. And then they realized it was real. So, yeah, everybody, you know, everybody was talking about it. That's like the talk of the town. Mm hmm. And in a sense, it kind of boosted some of their careers, talking about it. In a sense, like, gotten, people now know them for being Team Will, because I think that's that's the ongoing narrative now, that oh, team, team, I mean, Will was right for doing what he did, and, you know, people need to protect Black women more and stuff like that. You know, he's not an excuse. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Raven. It was good talking to you. And thank you for having me. Good night. All right. Good night. Okay, let me go ahead and bring on um, Jose Gonzalez. Jose, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello. Hey, Jose. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, what I get, I feel like the slap to me was giving Rosa de Guadalupe, very novela. Oh. It's, it seemed very, very like cachetada and very like planned and extra but what i'm more scared of is not the spicy spanish i need a translation (laughs) (laughs) you said say it again and tell us what it means in english 
what uh, La Rosa de Guadalupe is the Rose of Guadalupe. I guess it's just like this. It's like this. The saint. Telenovela. Okay. Yeah, the like, saint. Like a, it's a, it, okay. It's, like a the little Spanish show, the telenovela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a telenovela. Okay. It was giving very that. Like even the way, like the follow through. Like I've been slapped and I've slapped people, and it's never like that. Mm-hmm. And I just feel, I just feel like you. We all know that these, like award shows and like things with the elite, there's always some type of. I hate to get spooky with y'all, but like there's always this weird ritualistic thing that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to have to do with violence. This is going to have to do with race. This is going to have to do with censorship. I feel like this is way, way deeper than just celebrity tea. Do you know what I mean? It's because mm-hmm. if a joke about that, like I understand if it was a white man or a white girl making a joke on a black woman's hair or just anything in that realm, but they specifically got a black man to talk about that to get that type of reaction. I, I, I really see it as a planned thing. I don't see it as an organic. I do understand that it is baking soda and vinegar. This is a reaction. This is what happens when this happens, when you talk shit about someone's wife. But it just mm-hmm. seems so fake to me. And, so and, you and, feel and like it, it's going to usher in a bunch of stuff, like censorship and what you can exactly. and can't say. Because comedy, exactly. like I said in my live stream, is dead at this point. Comedy Absolutely. is definitely not how it used to be. It's too, no. The society's too sensitive for you to even joke about anything at this point. Yeah, and, and I've noticed that comedy is all like, it's, it's, it's dry, but it's boring dry. It's, it's mm-hmm. giving the office. And the office is cute, but not on a comedy. Like if you go back to the kings of comedy and like really look at like the fathers of comedy and, the, and like the mothers of comedy, they mm-hmm. cut ass. Right. Like, it, I don't know. It just it just gives me really, really, and and then just the fact that the people that were involved are safe blacks. Mm-hmm. Like it just gives me very like script, Rosa de Guadalupe slap. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it gives I'm me. Start giving that Rosa de Guadalupe. I like that. Yeah, but that's all I have to say, and especially because I feel okay. like it is distracting us. Because like even in Pakistan, the president's about to get the chop. He's not being backed up by the army. And I don't know. I feel like something way bigger is happening. And we're talking about this, which is great, which is fine. But I feel like there's something way bigger than this. But that's all I had to say. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Jose. It was good talking to you. Alrighty. Thank you. Uh huh. All right. So let me go ahead and bring on um, Queen C. Go ahead and let me. Hey, T. hey, how are you? I'm good. You know I had to raise my hand. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot to say. Listen. All right, so what you think about the situation? Listen, people, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, he's defending his wife. From what? A joke? It's not like he was like, oh, hey, Jeter, heard you got alopecia, shaved your head, you could be in the next G.I.J. movie. He didn't say that. All he said was, oh, Jeter, you could be in the next G.I.J. movie. I don't get why people like are so upset and I don't even think he should have been able to go up there and smack him like that and then I he also hear people saying oh he's tired of like the jokes and stuff like that but like why you gotta slap Chris why Chris gotta be a scapegoat 
How about you take everybody, line them up, smack each one of them? Like, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, don't, bitch, don't fly me. Fuck. I just said one <laughs> well, joke. No, Cox was clowning you two weeks ago. <laughs> Should have smacked that bitch. Fuck. Like, mm-hmm. give a fuck. Like, I don't care what you're going through, sir. Like, I just made a joke. I didn't, it wasn't even that deep. To me, it wasn't even that deep. The joke wasn't that deep. So now what I find also interesting, some of the people are saying, you know, he was tired. He's weary. He's tired of the jokes. I wonder some of these same people were the ones cranking out the memes in 2020 and 2021 <laughs> during the entanglement. Because, you know, the Internet, they love to play. I sure was. <laughs> she. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a lot of y'all was cranking out memes. So it's like, well, where did all these memes come from? If you know, if he's so tired, if he's tired, it's because of y'all. He's tired. I'm tired. Shit, you tired? We all tired. Fuck. I ain't gonna go over and smack everybody. Like, and then he's all talking about keep my keep my wife's name out your mouth, sir. Did you tell August to keep his dick out of her mouth? Yes or no? Because you over here talking about keep my wife's name out your mouth. You need to be talking to somebody else. You need to be talking to August. Not Chris. Shoot. I'm <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Got me fucked up like, like I got smacked. Like, come on, man. You're mad for both you and Chris, huh? Shit, I'm mad for me and Chris. He hear this, I, I got his back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole situation, like I said, is definitely, you know, there's so many nuances to it. Like, Again, I, I get it. I get the frustration, but I still don't think, you know, that was the time, place, and, you know, what he did. But I just find it very funny now, like, how a lot of people, you know, online are, like, on this whole moral moral horse, you know, all of a sudden. Like, it's yeah, everybody. Mental oh, health until the next viral story that people mean to death. <laughs> oh, tell me why. Why did I see an alopecia ad on YouTube? Like, I'm like, all right. You know what? This is getting out of hand. I don't got alopecia. I didn't search for it. Why is there an ad? Well, you know, one of the conspiracies that's out is that, well, it's not really a conspiracy. It's fact. Uh, Pfizer is coming out with a new alopecia drug, and they were the ones who sponsored the Oscar. So people were saying that as well. They need to get Mm -hmm. the fucking vaccine together first. They're doing too much. Well, there's a fourth dose coming, so don't worry. Oh, shit. (laughs) They're on dose number four. Thought we was on dose number two. I can't even keep up. Another yeah, the, the fourth one just came out yesterday while we were being distracted. They have a fourth dose coming down the pipeline. It was announced yesterday. Oh, Lord, help us. Another thing mm-hmm. with Jaden, he's talking about, yeah, my daddy did that. Sir, your daddy didn't do shit, okay? How about you sit your ass down? Oh, I want to go home. Sit your ass down, sir. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, sit on my goddamn nerves. I hate it here. I want to go home. Like, you need to sit his ass down. I'm tired of that man. Not the karate kid quote. <laughs> you don't know whether he's coming or going, leaving or staying. The whole family is just fucked up. <laughs> the whole family's the best. Well, thank you, Queen C, for calling in, sis. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. Have a good night. Okay. You, too. Bye. Bye. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Lane Wolf. Lane, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. How are you? Good, good. Such a big fan and everything. Thank but, you. Uh, 
I just kind of wanted to kind of just keep it short and stuff like that so you can get to other people too. But like, because mm-hmm. a lot of people have been bringing up that like he was defending his wife's honor and all that bullshit. But come on, if you really wanted to defend your wife, you could have did that shit during the entanglement. You could have sat over here and talked about how you was fucking other bitches on the side too. And how you literally was fucking spicy Latinas, like people like to call them. Like, come on, let's not act brand new. What that was really about was everybody making you the butt of the damn joke. And then not only that, but I was talking to uh, some Jada fans and stuff like that, watching people's stuff and talk about it. And they even said at one point, she literally was talking about how Will wasn't good in fucking bed or she was insecure about the fucking marriage. Like, that would make any man fucking, you know, that would make any man, like, insecure and shit. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you had plenty of opportunities to defend your wife. You didn't do that. It wasn't until you was making the butt, getting the, uh, everybody's joking off about you, literally talking about how August hitting it from the damn back, you know, that you're going to sit over here and start spazzing, sir. Like, I'm going to need you to keep that same energy because let's not even talk about if Jada was the one sitting over here going around smacking bitches. People wouldn't be having that damn energy. Oh, you a hood booger. Like, we all remember how, mm. like, you know, like when it came to, um, Cardi B is the one that comes off of my head, but there have been a, 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 a plethora of like female celebrities that literally sit over here, uh, allegedly got into a fight with girls at the club. You saw people's Over response. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Was like, Check well, your you man. Know? Why are you taking that on the female? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so in that case, why didn't everybody say that shit? You get what I'm saying? And then another thing is that like the basically like when he when he was talking about like when we were talking about Laverna Cox and stuff like that that just proves that he knows who he can and cannot check because you didn't slap her ass why you slapping Chris and if we really want to keep that shit a buck that that G.I. Jane joke nobody would have remembered that shit nobody would have remembered that shit and he really lucky that I wasn't on stage because I would have been hitting every single entanglement joke. I'd be sitting over here doing the poses of how August had her ass on that damn bed. You know, like you really lucky you didn't slap me or Dave Chappelle or any of these other celebrities because you knew who the hell you could and could not slap. You want to get bucked from your damn seat because you notice he wasn't screaming all that shit inside that man's face. You know, and then another thing is like they're talking about Jaden and Jaden's like, and that's how we do it. Sir, that's how you do what? You pass the niggas off to your mom? You recorded for her? Like, come on now. Come on now. Because <laughs> like, I could have really, because, you know, I try to be a good Christian woman, you know. But people be trying me on Twitter. I was halfway tempted to sit over here and make that joke, you know. And if we really being honest, you know, like, Chris could have went way harder than he did. I would have been hitting every single entanglement joke there is up on that damn stage. Damn, I'm going to be feeling that shit till August. You get like, like a lot of people were saying, you know? So I definitely don't think, I definitely don't think that shit was that bad, you know, to warrant that type of response. I understand why he was mad now looking back at it because that is alopecia, but she not dying. Let's let's stop let's stop acting like she all of a sudden dying and shit like that. She ain't dying. And let's not even let's not even sit over here and cap. Half of y'all didn't give a fuck about alopecia until this shit happened. Majority of y'all didn't mm. give a fuck about alopecia until this shit happened. And you know, and people were sitting over here talking about I don't want to wear a mask and stuff like that. Well, autoimmune diseases and stuff like that were the main people who were affected. Alopecia people. Y'all didn't give a shit. So let's not sit over here and act brand new. 
and be like, oh my goodness, she had alopecia. You gotta leave, you gotta leave illnesses alone. Y'all don't do that shit when they were sitting over here clowning fucking Britney a couple damn years back. People still talk about how Britney fucking weird. Y'all don't sit over here and do that shit when it, it comes to any other black woman when people were clowning them. Like Tiffany Haddish. Y'all wasn't sitting over here, sitting over here screaming, protect black women when she shaved her damn head and niggas was coming after her. Oh, she done lost her oh, fucking mind. Yeah, like, I remember that. And Tamar Braxton too, when she shaved her head, folks was clowning. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's why I like when people are like he defended his wife from what? A joke. And then not only that, let's not even talk about how Will Smith was a fucking comedian. I'm pretty sure he done sat over here and dog niggas out, you know, on fucking stage. Mm. He damn near, she damn sure lucky that it wasn't fucking, you know, like any other fucking comedian. Because let's not even talk about the new up and coming black comedians, DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller. I was seeing a bunch of them sit over here and speak about it. And Carlos Miller was like, I'm going to tell you one thing. You ain't going to go back to your damn family after you don't slap me on damn stage. And that's a mm-hmm. fact, you know. So, like, I really also see that this really just showed you how black Hollywood don't fuck with Chris. How you gonna slap me? Mm. And niggas gonna go sit over here and comfort the nigga that doesn't slap me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the part that I think is probably hurtful to Chris, is how many people cater to the person who did the slapping and the attacking. And that's like, so my feelings don't matter? Facts. Like you sitting over here doing breathing exercises with Will, but I'm the one who just got backhanded on fucking national television. Like, and international. Cause shit, the Japanese was sitting over here, and that was awkward as hell watching them try to translate that shit. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm gonna put this Japanese video, this voiceover on Twitter. I have to search how I can find just the regular English version. Oh, shit. So I'm just like, you know, it, and I really kind of feel bad for fucking Chris. At the end of the day, Will's still going to make his damn millions. Jada's still going to have her fucking show. Chris didn't really even deserve that damn slap. If you're going to slap somebody, go slap fucking Regina Regina Hall, because she also made a damn joke. She said something along the lines of, Jada volunteered Will to me. You get what I'm saying? You was laughing your ass out at that. So don't sit over here and get over here and get to back slapping niggas on damn stage. You need to get your ass on somewhere. Don't sit over here, keep my wife's name out your life. Sir, how about you keep... August penis out your wife's mouth. You get what I'm saying? How about you keep all these other niggas out your wife's mouth? You know, you didn't have that energy for nobody else but me. And he really honest. He really fucking lucky that Chris, because I can't imagine that Chris was the only person there. You get what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. Chris had some niggas he knew that was there. Because if that had been me on that stage, I would sit over here, got started taking off my fucking tuxedo, pull up my mic. Hey, everybody in my crew, we on go mode tonight. You know? And get to I was showing up wondering where his crew was, and even if the crew didn't run up there because it is the Oscars, where was yeah. security? Like security didn't even come out. Exactly. You know, I saw a lot of people saying that, and to that defense, we do have to keep it a buck that this ain't the, you know, well, what you call it? What's it called? Love like hip hop reunion. Hip hop reunion. Hip hop reunion where they just stand by the couches with their <laughs> arms crossed. <laughs> Like, nobody's sitting over here thinking that this man finna, like, get to swinging on people. You get what I'm saying? You know? Right. So I do understand why security wasn't there. But here comes my next question for all the people sitting over here. He was defending his wife. Okay, where does it end? Because if I'm a damn comedian and the Oscars can't even fucking guarantee my damn safety, all because somebody want to get booty hurt over a damn joke, then I'm not fucking working for them. I don't want to hear nobody sitting over here, comedy dead. I want to hear nobody sitting over here, man, people too PC. Nah, because y'all just condone this man getting slapped halfway across the fucking world in front of everybody. 
you know? So like, mm-hmm. you know, and that also you makes you have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. Exactly. And that also just makes me wonder how is the community, the comedy community going to react? Cause a lot of fucking new, new comedy, uh, comedians ain't fucking with that shit. They said, you ain't finna slap me. Nah, cause that's fucked up. And then also for everyone saying that, like, you know, the apology was real, it turned out to be fake, but that also yeah, made yeah. a statement to me. That's basically like Chris saying, nah, I ain't apologize for shit, you know? Cause mm-hmm. his team came out and said no. So now that makes me wonder, oh shit, there's some damn beef behind the scenes. Cause think about it. You ain't finna slap me in front of all these motherfucking people I don't know and then gonna walk off to your damn seat. And then he lucky that Chris, because if we really gonna speak about it, if Chris, if Chris, what you call it, if he hadn't started yelling, nobody would have knew that that shit was real. Because Chris was trying to move on. Then gonna start cussing me out from your damn seat. Sir, you didn't have all this damn energy when it came to Regina Hall, when it came to the plethora of fucking white comedians that were sitting over here cracking jokes about fucking Jada. And then people were like, Chris trying to get on Jada's case and he's targeting her. Just because a nigga made a joke back in 2016 about her don't mean he's targeting her. It probably was just like, I'm getting on people's ass because right before that joke, if you go back and watch it, he was sitting over here. He was getting on this white, this white fucking family's ass. He was getting on uh, Will's ass talking about King Richard and shit like that. It wasn't until he started saying something about Jada, which that wasn't the first joke made that damn night that this man going to sit over here and get mad. So, you know. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. You made a lot of points, Lane. Got a lot of diamonds, too. Thank you. Have a nice day, <laughs> right. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Lee. Lee, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay, let me go on to the next person. CJ, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan since I was in high school. <laughs> you still look like you're in high school from that picture. How old are you? I turned 27 back in February. Okay, you got a little baby face. All right, all right. So what do you think about everything? I'm going to keep this brief, but I want to piggyback on what you, your video that you did yesterday and as well as what Jose said about the whole comedy being censored. Because I definitely mm-hmm. think it's going to set a big precedent, precedent on the whole comedy thing as well. I want to um, first. I want to say that uh, Will he should have if he felt that way, do that off camera, you know what I'm saying, or backstage or something. Because at the end of the day, you're a celebrity too, so you're gonna have people are looking up to you regardless if you're gonna be a role model or not. So it's best to do that because you're gonna have people thinking, oh, I'm gonna do that too. Somebody talk to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, do that with the wrong person, you know, you don't get your ass killed, shot, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody might sue your ass, come for your bank account. So you got to just be where right. you can't do what you do. You know what I'm saying? You just can't do that, do all that. But as far as the comedy as well, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. That's why I'm talking about that. So I'm slow down. I'm kind of nervous. So as far as the comedy thing too, because I grew up on the era of Def Jam comedy, you know, in living color, mad TV. And, you know, that saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? You could crack on somebody and tell a joke and you just keep that, you know, keep at the comedy show or watch it at home. Don't bring it to, you know, real life because mm-hmm. with mad tv too people used to talk about winning houston like caught our kind of crackheads you know what i'm saying yeah all uh kind of dogs you know what i'm saying it's called sweating when not and deborah wilson played her she did a good job playing her you know what i'm saying and they had interviewed deborah wilson too a couple years ago asked okay what is what did whitney think about that you know what i'm saying and she said she met whitney 
And Whitney, you know, she said she liked it and, you know, it, it was not a big issue. Whitney didn't slap her. <laughs> the only right. person that got, really got buckled was, like, Wendy Williams. and But she's not a comedian, but that's, so that's different. So I just feel like this is going to have a precedent on comedy. You know, it might be censored more. The jokes might be, like, not funnier because the shit we got well, now. Well, I think, too, back then, things were more separated. Yeah, exactly. So I think back then, actors were actors. Singers were singers. Comedians were comedians. Right. Things didn't mix and mesh. Everybody had their own lane. And it was almost, it was almost, a, it was really a badge of honor back in the day. Because remember in the Living Color, they would do skits. Remember, they did one about Vanilla Ice. They yes. did one about Paula Abdul, Promise of a Thin Me, where they had her fat and trying to lose weight. They did Michael Jackson's Black or White. I mean, and Living Color was notorious for taking music videos and revamping them and making fun of the artists. Exactly. And for a lot of artists, that was like a win for them. Like, it was funny. People understood it was satire. I don't even think those type of shows could even fly in this day and age. No, of course not, because it would be people would be in the emotions, canceling and whatnot. And I'm glad you brought in Living Color, because remember, Whitney did an interview back in like 1990, 1991 when Keenan Wayne's um, his sister did the whole Whitney skit. I think she was trying to talk about Whitney and Janet Collar, Willemus, um, Whitney, she couldn't dance, Willemus, Jackson, whatever. So mm. an interview I asked Whitney, okay, what do you think about Keenan Wayne and his sister doing a skit? And she was like, you know what? Um, I, I thought it was funny. Like, you know, I have rhythm. I don't know what he said, but I thought it was funny. Then years later, she went on his show when he had the show back in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? They got along and she didn't slap him. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you just got to have some decorum. Like, he should do that off stage. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it on camera. You're going to have people, like, thinking that's okay now in the green light to hit somebody. Like, no, you can't do that because people will kill your ass. Murder rates and assault rates have gone up since this pandemic, and people are not, you know, they're not doing that. They will really kill your ass or sue you or some shit like that. So that's all I want yeah. to say. Just have some decorum, you know. Times have definitely changed. Well, thank you so much. It was very good talking to you, CJ. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Bye. A lot of people are making really good points. People are saying that Mad TV would not last in this era. Other folks are saying, um, Darcy's saying that's why SNL is struggling the way it is. And it really is because you have artists who are taking offense to a lot of stuff and everything is geared more towards mental health. Not saying that mental health is not important, but it's like people don't even know how to laugh at themselves. You know, people get so up in arms or folks know how to dish it, but then they can't take it, which to me is just, it's very mind boggling. Um, especially since this whole commentary game. Everybody wants to do commentary and give their opinion about everything under the sun, but the second people give commentary on them, they want to get in their feelings. And that's why I've always said, like even on YouTube, you can't get on YouTube and have an opinion about everything, and then as soon as somebody don't like you have an opinion about you, you're crying foul. Who gives a fuck? You have an opinion about everything under the sun. Like, you know, it, it doesn't work that way. If you're going to be a comedian, then you can't then be a, in your feelings when somebody has, you know what I'm saying, something to say about you comedic. Just like a lot of these singers and entertainers, they all want to start podcasts and YouTubes and, you know, do commentary. But then as soon as they're the butt of conversation, now it's an issue. So, yeah, we definitely live in a different world. Um, let me see here. Lee, are you ready? Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay. Hello? Hello? Um, am I? Welcome to the show, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I'm at home. What are you doing? Fighting, man. I had to put the phone on for me. I probably missed all type of good stuff. 
People were saying some good stuff. I took some notes though before I put the phone down. I don't know where y'all's at in the conversation now. But I'm gonna jump in. Let's start with this. Uncomfortable conversation Uh-oh. with August. Do you think that dudes really gonna go up to him like, bro, how you had how do you start that conversation? Bro, you gotta stop fucking my mom. Mm. How do you have that conversation? I think that's a little that's uncomfortable. How would you address that? If you're not gonna be aggressive, he obviously ain't aggressive. That's why he's on there talking about, yeah, that's how we do it. You know, we know what it is with you. Wasn't he talking about going steady with Tyler, the creator and all that, too? So that's that. Right. First of all, you can't address that. Then I'm leaning more towards the this is a Will Packard. They needed some black people to come in to get their ratings back up, build it back up. It went up 58 percent from last year. So they're making money advertising and all that good stuff so it just seems like acting and I pointed out two things that make me feel like yeah there's some acting going on with this when he was like cussing from the, from the, from the audience who cusses like that that's black how you gonna slap somebody like that and then go back and, and curse like that so you slapped him like on some black shit but then you're cursing at him like like a white dude keep her name out your fucking mouth it, we don't go louder on the second one. We don't repeat ourselves like that and go loud. So I'm like, that's a little hmm. Then when he said it, Chris Rock, he was like, I will. Or I won't. he said something like that. I was like, who says that? Like, okay. Like, <laughs> that, I'm like, man, nah. The, the thing with Will and Jada is, man, they're hood. So all these people that are on here having all these opinions and all that, it's because we can relate to them. Can we relate to Chris Rock like that? Look at Will and Jada's friends. Look at Chris Rock's friends. So even though Will... Yeah, Chris Rock mainly hangs with white comedians and stuff. Jerry Seinfeld and a bunch of bunch of old white millionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Will and Jada, they're turning up. They got friends. Uh, didn't Will Packer do a girl's trip with Jada? I believe so, yeah. So this don't seem like a scene out of one of the movies from Will Packer? <laughs> At this point, it's like, who knows? It seems like Kevin and everybody wins at the end. Chris Rock selling tickets with Kevin Hart. Uh, Will wins the Oscar. Then he was dancing at that party like that. That's not some hood mm-hmm. shit. Getting jiggy with it? Yeah. You know he ain't going to jail. And then it still goes back to the whole Tupac thing because look how he came out with the book and he's basically like saying, you know, my life was hard too, basically like it ain't what y'all saw with the TV show. My dad was whipping mm-hmm. on my mom and all this. This is more, how do we know this isn't more for him to relate to Jada the way Tupac did? Like, we're both from, you know what I'm saying? Hard times and all that. Then, how come nobody brought this up? When he was like, get my name out your mouth. And he said it again, all loud like that. How do we know he wasn't talking about something else? Not the alopecia stuff and all that. Jada been bald-headed for a long time. Mm-hmm. How do we know that he ain't going around telling people that he smashed Jada? You talking about Chris? Yes. See, I look at stuff differently. (laughs) Yeah, nigga, keep your keep my girl's name out your mouth. Don't be telling people you smashed. You ain't gonna say that Mm -hmm. on TV. But you'll say, keep my name out your fucking mouth. 
So you're saying like in the way he said it all aggressive and he said it two times, you feel like yeah. there was more meaning behind it, not just the alopecia thing. You gonna walk up on stage because he made a ball joke and slap him in front of everybody on the night that you knew you was guaranteed to win? Then two hours later, you at the party dancing and shit, singing your old ass songs. And... Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in the chat says, do your arms hurt from reaching? <laughs> I just look at it differently. I'm like, it ain't adding up. Got the whole world talking about this. All type of people dropping in with their own little opinions. Jim Carrey, where has he been? <laughs> right. now, you want, now we got to hear your two cents. Yeah, everybody's coming in with this whole situation. You know, yeah. it's global news. Everybody has an opinion. Hell, we're all here tonight, gathered here to talk about the situation. All right. It could go so, any way. We can find out it was fake. We can find out it was real. We can find out that Chris, Chris is single. He's divorced. He's rich as hell still. You never know. They be all going to them same little Hollywood parties. Mm. Is it is that is it really that much of a reach? Look who we're talking about. That's true. Y'all was already saying he went up there and did that because he was tired of people talking about him on social media. Come on now. But that's all I wanted to say. Let me get back to uh, making peace with these kids. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. Good talking to you. All right, peace. All right, bye. Okay, let me go. We got a few more. Um, it's 8.15, um, so I'm going to bring on a few more people. Let me go ahead and bring on Verdi Diana. Yes, Murray T. Oh, T, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, turn down the background. Yeah, I'm you. sorry, T. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Oh, I'm so happy to talk to you. First time ever. I love you. But anyways, we don't have enough uh, enough time. Hello, everybody. And please don't hate me. I just wanted to say that I have always watched the Oscars. Even when they said that the Oscars suck and all of that, I've always watched it. I'm a huge um, movie goer, like those kind of movies I always liked. Um, and um, uh, what surprised me about this funny thing is that I didn't watch them this time because I was at a birthday party. I saw a few parts of it, like the Godfather tribute. Um, but anyways, like uh, later on, my aunt told me, oh, did you see that? You know, the slap. And then we looked into it. My aunt even thought, like, do you think it was staged? And I said, like, no, because like you could hear it. You you heard the slap. And she rewinded and was like, oh, yeah, that's true. But anyways, I I really don't think it was staged. I know that many of you guys think that, but I don't think think so because Will Smith has been there before. These people are pretty conservative. Like, yes, you know, Hollywood, it's you know, it's not that conservative. But I I've always thought that the Oscars don't have to be televised. Uh, because they're this, oh, this prestigious award, you know, like, oh, it's so up and up. It's like, I don't think they should be televised. I don't think they should depend on how many viewers and stuff. It's about these artists, you know, and, and most of these movies, like a lot of people haven't watched yet. So I'm like, that's why I'm, I kind of conflict. Or if they're going to be televised, like have it on an, on an art channel or something like that, you know, like something that doesn't depend on timing and money and, uh, it really bothers me when I hear, oh, like they're losing viewership or when someone that doesn't watch the Oscars says, oh, yeah, the 
the uh, speeches were too long and stuff like, oh, I mean, come on, dude. Like you, you, they're giving you the highest honor and, you know, I mean, come on, let them talk, you know? So that's where I get frustrated sometimes because of, you know, like I, I love movies. I love, you know, all of that. But an, another thing that I want to tell you about the thing um, I like both of them. Will Smith, oh God, like, I, he's not a bad actor, but I don't think that he's that great. He lost me when they mentioned, he mentioned that, uh, what's his name? Django, when they did Django, the director, Tarantino, wanted him. And that he said no because he wanted to be the hero. And I'm like, dude, like, you're an actor. Like, you should do, you, you, you should have been like, uh, even though Django was kind of a hero, or, or, or you know what? I think he wanted the dentist part. I, I, I'm not sure, but he said something like that. I wanted to be the hero, so I'm like, seriously, dude. So you're acting, you're acting yourself every time. So that's where I go, like, ah, maybe, you know what? Maybe he's not, he's not that. He has charisma. I get it that that he's loved. I like him, but it, it was just that part that kind of bugged me. And the other thing. We're done with those myths. What I think that must have gotten like Will and Jada gotten real upset is that when Chris Rock went and joked, normally those jokes are for people, for the nominees, for the even the the Williams sisters would have been like you know roasted. You know, I, I don't think so, but I they those are the people that get joked on the participants. You know. Jada wasn't. So I think like, you know, this, this was kind of unexpected. Yes, we can unexpect, you know, all things from, uh, from Chris Rock, but to joke about her, you know, who was not, who's not, a, never been nominated. Yes, she's been there before, but she's wasn't really a player, let's say. Will was. If he would have joked about Will and, you know, with Denzel or Javier Bardem or Andrew Garfield, the other nominees, or I would have gotten it. But Jada wasn't. So that's where I got like, oh, maybe, maybe they, um, that's where he got it. And what I'm hearing, and I haven't watched the Oscars yet because I felt like not watching it. Like yesterday, I was like, no, like all this thing, it, it kind of gave me a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, this is not the type of things I watch when I watch the Oscars. But anyways, um, so what I'm listening from you guys is that they were joking a lot of them. I was like, oh, shit. So I can understand why they got he got upset or and yet again. Yeah, he laughed initially. And but I, I, that's that's kind of like where I I'm like, ah, uh -huh, OK, but I can understand where they got upset. Well, thank you so much for calling in. It's very good talking to you. You're welcome, T. I love you. Hi, everybody, and thank you for choosing me. I'll keep watching. All right. Love you, too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on Ronald Harvey. Ronald, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, Ronald? Can you hear me? Uh -uh, you're really low. Can Hello. You sound like low and far away. Hold on. Ooh. Hold on. Can y'all hear me now? Okay, that's a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, how, how's everybody doing this evening, Duff? We're doing good. 
Yeah, I've just listened to the comments. I'm just listening to everybody commentary and giving it they, they, their thoughts and everything on everything. But here's my two cents on the whole thing, because while everybody was talking about Will's protecting his black queen, his woman and everything, but Jada hasn't protected Will at all for the past three years, even to last night. I know for a fact with my wife, if, if somebody would have got my goat and I felt like I was getting ready to do something and something that special that night that me and my wife are sharing together, my wife would have been like, hey, not this ain't the time. This ain't the place. We'll handle it later. You know, you chill out. Don't don't ruin this. Don't let them mess up your time. This is your time to this is our night. You chill. And she didn't do that. Her facial expression made her reaction may will react the way he did. And for the past few years, Will has been slaughtered throughout the entire social media from the memes, the jokes. Gonna, I mean, just think about it. If every man, I know there's guys in the, in the chat room right now. Just think about you, your significant other. You and your significant other had one of the most embarrassing moments you had in your relationship with your significant other. Now imagine the whole world knows it. And the whole world keeps harping on it. Every time you get on it, it's it's a joke. Every time that shit gets to you. I mean, to a man's ego and pride, like them tears that he was on stage, those are tears of man that is broken and hurt and destroyed for what he had to deal with, dealing with his wife and dealing with the man sleeping with his woman. I mean, it, that shit is that shit to a man that can drive a man insane and drive him off the deep end. And the, I remember one, somebody said the bucket was already full. Chris just dropped a, just put a drop over there and it, it spilled over. And that slap he gave to Chris was a slap to the internet, was a slap to the people that made memes and jokes about him and everything. Like Chris was the vessel of all the people that, that critics, that, that, that will couldn't get to, but Chris, but Chris was that vessel to the people that he could get to when he slapped him that night and and cursed him out from the from the um from the from the, from the seat. But my thing is, Will was absolutely wrong. He should have never put his hands on him, regardless. He could have said what he said from the seat; it would have got coverage. But he would have said what he said from the seat. Cool. But when you put your hands on somebody, that's come on, man. If you walked up on the street with Chris on the block, Chris probably had that goddamn it on him, and it'd be a different story. So I don't. That's why I'm I'm kind of upset when people say, oh, "Oh, he did the right thing. I'd have done the same thing too." No, the hell you wouldn't. You'd have got your ass smoked, and you would be you'd be mm-hmm. in the cemetery dead for a dumbass for a dumbass decision that your ass should have never done. That's where a lot of people don't think it's common sense, man. This is not, and the reason why he did it because Chris, because Chris ain't had nothing on him, and it's the Oscars. Chris wasn't going to do anything because he had a job to do. He wanted to make that check. But like yeah. I said, man, Jada broke that man for three years, three years for a whole for a few years. That man been broken because of dealing with what he had to deal with all the jokes, the the entanglement, and every, I mean, damn, the, nobody knew the word entanglement until that goddamn table talk. And now it's it's a whole it's a whole it's, <laughs> it's a part verb. Of the lexicon. It's part of the lexicon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a verb. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I understand why he was upset. I understand why he he went the way he did, but he was 
emphatically wrong for what he did. And like I said, Jada didn't. They talk about him protecting his wife. Jada never protect them throughout the whole time, throughout the whole entire situation the past few years. Because when you take your husband to a table in front of the public set, you're pretty much telling him you wasn't enough for me. You didn't do this for me. You, you know, you, I, you, I just wanted you wasn't you wasn't man enough, and I had to go find it from somebody else. That shit, that shit breaks a man down. That makes a man want to just say fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know how he he stayed in that relationship because I know me personally. I couldn't deal with that shit because my trust with you was over. I can't trust you no more. What the fuck, man? You know. But that's my opinion. I don't want to take long because I know a lot of people want to get on there. Thank you for your platform, T, and I'll talk to y'all later, man. Definitely. Thank you so much. Peace to the Discord. All right. Thanks for calling in. All right, Ronald came through with his opinion on, you know, Mr. and Miss Bad Marriage for Life. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and bring on uh, V, uh, One Glowing. Go ahead and unmute. Hey, y'all. Hey, T. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay, I'm going to have to go with our spicy poppy Jose on this mm-hmm. one for the beginning because it was giving telling telenovela or whatever he said telenovela yeah i know what he's talking about it was it was very dramatic like when he slapped him it sounded like there was a sound effect with it like it just it sounded louder than what it should have been and then maybe it was the mics though and then there was like the smirk when he walked off the wind in his jacket it was just a lot going on and then when he got to his seat and he started cursing, that's why I was like, okay, well, maybe it is real. But I'm thinking, okay, if it is real, you guys are saying that Chris joked on Jada, what, in 2016? Mm-hmm. So maybe after Chris joked on Jada in 2016, maybe Will called him up and said, hey, Chris, keep my name, I mean, keep my wife's name out your mouth or else. So maybe this was the, the next time he put Jada's name in his mouth and he made do on his promise. Maybe that was the case. That's true. That could be a possibility. And I feel like people are saying like, oh, he, he was laughing at first and it wasn't until, you know, Jada gave him that look that he reacted like that. But we just saw them both laugh when Laverne Cox brought up the um, entanglement. You know, sometimes people laugh because it's uncomfortable and they, they, they just don't want to you know, make it a moment. So they just laugh it off. So maybe right. Will was just like, you know, we, we still in the laughing it off, you know, um, character. But Jada was like, no, you know, she not laughing this one off. And maybe that's what caused him to go up there. But I think it might have been something between him and Chris prior to and he he probably made do on his promise. Um, OK, but it did. It just looked staged and people bringing up. um were Jaden in in um, August really friends, or was that just a story that we were told as a couple? No, they were so friends. That's how they, they were really they, friends. Yeah, him, uh, Jaden, and Willow were really good friends with August. They had took August under their wing because August was going through a lot at the time. They're the ones who introduced the parents to August. I mean, okay. there were all types of pictures. I posted this like two years ago on my Instagram. But all types of pictures of all of them together at the beach, vacations. I mean, they treated him like an additional son. Yeah, they I were know, like they were claiming like brothers at one point. Okay, but I know, but 
I mean, that could possibly be a cover story because Will and Jada, I mean, we've heard it for years that they that they have an open marriage. So if they have an open marriage and they want to do stuff in plain sight, then, I mean, that type of scenario with the younger dude, Jaden playing like, oh, you're the friend might be a good cover story. I mean, I don't know what Will's cover story is. Will is just super low key when he does what he does. But I feel like it could have been a cover story, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was a cover story because they were all genuinely friends. Because once okay. everything happened and they, you know, stuff started getting out, the kids fell off with him completely. Okay. Either Willow or Jalen deal with them. But up until then, they were really close. I mean, they were, you saw them together at concerts. I mean, they were all hanging, because they're all relatively around the same age. So they were all hanging out. He was hanging out with a lot of their friends. You know, like it was like this new friend group for them. And then slowly, like a year into it, I just started seeing him hanging more and more with Jada. And this is when Snapchat was becoming more popular. So this is how old this was. And I remember they would make these Snapchats together, like with the teddy bear faces and shit. And I remember mm-hmm. looking at like, it looks very couple Like I don't Snapchat, you know, cute lovey-dovey faces with my sons as friends. You know, it was right. just weird. It just seemed more like, you know, something that you would do with your boyfriend. Like, oh, we're both, you know, two teddy bears with the little heart on the nose. And it just seemed very strange. It didn't seem as platonic after a while. And then we realized it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And I think that um, as far as like Will, like that um, Gail King interview that he did when he was saying there's never been any infidelity, infidelity in their marriage. And Gail was like, never. Mm-hmm. I feel like the reason why he said that is because he's he's just playing mind games because. What he to me, what I heard was he doesn't consider it infidelity because they communicate with each other. So they have the understanding between themselves. It may not make sense to us because it's not a traditional marriage as far as what society would say. But in their relationship, in their household, it is not considered infidelity because he was aware of what August and Jada were doing. That's how I perceived it. That's how I took it too. I took yeah. it the same way. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling. One more in. thing, talking to you. Mm-hmm. One more thing, too. I sent you a message in the Discord. This is off topic, real quick. If you don't watch Atlanta, I highly suggest you watch season three, episode one of the TV show Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the story you did on Devonte Hart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little boy with the two moms. That episode was a reenactment of that story. I mean, down to the hat and everything. It just freaked me out. I was like, whoa, where did this come from? Yeah, you have to watch it. It starts off at Lake Lanier and then it just transpires. Somebody else has sent me something on Instagram. They were tagging me saying that Atlanta was was talking about Lake Lanier. I was talking about Lake Lanier. Huh. It started off talking about Lake Lanier and then it what happened was they were talking about a character. So there's a character, Lakeith Stanfield's character, basically. They went mm-hmm. back in time and showed his childhood. And his childhood was the Devante Hart story. And remember my video years ago when I showed the meme of Lakeith mm-hmm. Stanford and Get Out and mm-hmm. how Devante Hart was doing? I'm yes. getting chills. I'm getting chills. And remember Jeez. I had them side by side and yes. I said, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. 
Because I always said that's what always creeped me out with the Devante story because he was around my youngest son's age. I said, I've never seen a 10-year-old dress like he's from the 1950s. And then we had the movie Get Out, where in Get Out, remember, he was dressed like he was in the 50s. And then when they snapped the flash in his face, he came back into like the 20th century. See, you have gotten mm. when I tell you that whole episode gave me chills because I'm like, love this. This is a what? straight lovely tea episode. The writers of this show got to be tea sippers. They have. They to probably be. are. I they want my damn check. See, they owe you a check. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Now I gotta watch that tonight. Season three. Because people been tagging one. me, but I didn't know what they were talking. I was like, oh god, I gotta yes. start. Because I just started watching the Bel Air, the print, the Bel Air show. So I'm mm-hmm. on episode six. I'm almost done with that. So I'm just trying to keep up with different shows that people are tagging me on. I binge watched all of Black Ink Crew. Uh, New York, because I hadn't watched that in a long time, and I binge watched I Am Compton's All Black Ink, which is trash, but I like the um dude that has an icy, the happy ice truck. I like him. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that because there's been a lot of people tagging, but I didn't understand what they were talking about. That's like, why. You talked about uh, Lake Lanier. You need to watch this, and I'm just like, what? What happened? So it's more than Lake Lanier. Okay, Lake I'm Lanier gonna is like check it out. three minutes long, and then it it just Season three, episode one. Everybody watch it. It's one of those shows you can kind of miss like all of season two and one and still catch on. And still catch on? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to definitely check it out. Yeah, that's very interesting that they basically took my concept from my video. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sis. Well, thank you so right. much for calling. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. So we're going to take, um, let's see, we got four more calls that we're going to take. Let me go ahead and bring on Precious. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. Hi, Precious. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, so with this whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing, and um, I think V touched on a lot of things I was thinking because I had the exact same reaction as her when I was watching it. I thought it was stage. And then when he sat down and my screen was tweaking, I was like, okay, maybe it's not fake. So, but I really want to focus on um, how people on social media are responding to this because especially on people's like Instagram comments, I'm seeing a lot of the, you know, if my man don't do this for me, I don't want him, like he can go. And I think that sort of thinking and rhetoric is so dangerous because when we talk about the average black man, who's not Will Smith or Chris Rock, who doesn't have that same level of, you know, wealth and cachet and fame and all that stuff. And these Mm -hmm. black men have families and people that they care about back home, it would be crazy for a man to go out and do something in the street like this based off something that was said to them or their family and potentially injure someone fatally even or put them in a hospital and now you have to go serve prison time. And if it's all in the name of protecting your your family, then what happens to that family when you're now not there to protect them? Do you see what I'm saying? I think it's just kind of contradictory Mm -hmm. that everyone is right now pushing the whole, oh, you know, you should you should fight for me. You should be willing to throw hands for me. You should be willing to do this, this and that for me. 
But, but they're then not if he gets locked up, are you going to do that exactly. bid with him for the next two to ten exactly. years? I don't like, like, what does that do for your family now? We already have so many broken homes in the community, right? And a mm-hmm. lot of it is over things of this nature, you know, like uh, fighting for a woman or, you know, some street stuff. And it's crazy because now your son's at home without their father figure in their house. Now you have foreign people coming into your house, you know, controlling your family, dictating the future of your family because you're not present. And I just feel like all this stuff, it's not furthering the community. It's not helping anybody in the long run. Also, I feel like he could have handled this by doing basically what Denzel and Tyler Perry did to him. You know, during that commercial break, go up to him and say, yo, you know, just don't talk about my woman. Because I feel like what we're seeing now is is the whole, like, fighting is using violence or resorting to violence as your first measure is like the flex. I don't think that's a flex. You know, I think there's a certain level of of diplomacy and a man who can command respect just by speaking to another man in a manner that would command that respect. To me, that's just better than just resorting first thing, throwing hands. I don't think that's respectable, you know? So I I feel like he could have talked to, to Chris and then if he talked to him and he was like yeah no whatever and he went and said something of the sort then I would feel differently about if you know Will going up and hitting him you know I wouldn't think it's as crazy as it was but because he just went there first I was like "Uh uh-uh that's not right and especially everybody who's like oh black people why do black people care so much about how white people see them in the media this this that what do you mean why wouldn't you care why wouldn't you care about how you're carrying yourself in public in the face of people around you why would you not care you know we're already talked about especially black men as being barbaric uncivilized lacking you know mannerism respect and then you're going to do something of this nature in front of the people who literally dictates so much of what goes on in our lives. How are you not going to, like, I don't care. It's not about, oh, me caring about the white people. I care about how I'm presenting myself to the public. I'm caring about how I'm setting myself up for my future. Now, Will is somebody who's established, right? But imagine if this was a first-time actor who was nominated for an Oscar and he's about to have a breakout moment and he did something of this, of this, um, grandeur that's your career it's a wrap you know will has Mm -hmm. established himself for decades on end so it's not going to affect him the same way it would affect some random you know not like random but somebody who's just starting out that's the rest of your career if they really wanted to and i i don't think people are seeing it in that way you know it's a funny little joke right now and there's moments to kiki and laugh and i don't think that's right if will and jada are in an open relationship that's their business, but I don't think it's it's right for Will to, you know, go up there and defend a woman who, like the other guy said, isn't willing to defend you. And you're going to war, going to war for what exactly, you know, because you're both doing the same thing to each other, you know, right. you're both doing the same thing. You know what you're involved in. So it's no different. It's not special. But, you know, <laughs> that's my okay, piece precious. on it. Thank well, thank you. <laughs> you so much for calling in. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. Have a good night. You, too. Bye.
Okay, let me go ahead and bring on Daniel Rain. Daniel, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Daniel? Okay, let's bring on Raymond Dunn. Raymond, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay, y'all must be asleep, child. It's almost nine o'clock, honey. All right, let's bring on Janie. Is Janie still awake? Woohoo! I know that's right. Janie, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh my gosh, I can't believe these other people didn't pick up. Listen. <laughs> I am about to pull over and get the good internet from Starbucks, but I hope you can hear me. I'm ready to go. We can hear I'm you good. I, you can hear me good? Mm-hmm. I'm nervous, but I'm ready to go. Okay, here are my notes. All right, so first of all, the G.I. Jane joke was funny. I don't care. I don't care. Even now, thinking about it, like, it's making me laugh. I'm 32, so I was around when G.I. Jane came out. I, I was I was around when we saw every single magazine cover with Demi Moore um, with mm-hmm. that bald head. It was a big deal. Women were shaving their heads because of that. To look like Demi Moore. Exactly. It was a big deal. So, like, when he said that, I immediately started laughing. And it, okay, yeah, like, I, I get how she could be sensitive. Like, black women are hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first of all, the joke is funny. But I'm on Will's side. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. And the reason mm-hmm. is just because I could see, like, the bad from the good. Like, I don't care what his intentions are. Like, I, who am I to know? I don't know if he was doing it for him, doing it for Jada, doing it for all black women, doing it because he was paid, doing it because he was ordered from the lizard people. I don't know. But at the end of the day, the world saw what happens when you disrespect black women. So, like, that's how I'm, like, choosing to see, like, the good in it. So um, point three is um, white people have no room to talk, okay? When we're talking about violence, white people have no room to talk with the violence they've done all through history, all this year and today, okay? Um, Us in this country, we're programmed to accept white rage. When a white guy goes mad, we're like, oh, he's having a bad day. A white cop kills kills somebody who's having a bad day. Uh, We drop a couple bombs in the country. Oh, they deserved it. We're used to seeing that. But when it comes to black rage, black violence, we immediately have to snuff it out. Oh, stop that black man. Like black people are seen as more dangerous. But historically, we are the most people, peaceful people on this planet. But I'm I'm not going to go on that tangent. Number four, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's reaction like she knows she fucked up her Botox. Like she that reaction was so overacted. She was not even acting that good on Big Little Lies when she was getting her, her butt beat by, by her husband. So, Nicole, save it. Uh-uh. Now, even though I'm on Will's side, this is point five, he lost me when he brought God into it. Like, I hate that. Like, just own up to your stuff, man. Like, as soon as a, a man says that, I'm like, Ugh. he's guilty of something because just own up to it. Um, Point six, Jaden. Like, Jaden is a kid. Like, you know... We always don't, no matter how old you are, you're going to stay out of grown folks' business when it comes to your parents. So it's weird. It's so weird that he's speaking on this. And all I'm going to say is there are rumors of Jamie and Cersei type stuff going on in that family. Um, Craster, mm. Craster and his daughters type stuff going on in that family. Not the nasty Lannisters. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's all I'm going to say because, Jane, like, how are you going to speak on your parents' 
extramarital's bedroom stuff, right? Just be quiet. Pretend you didn't read that. That's what I would do if it was my parents. Point seven, I don't think Will should be punished because of the fact that, like, hey, people get slapped every day and they don't get punished. I, I slap people. I'm sorry. I've slapped people in the past. I never got punished. Like, come on. Like, like I said, the stuff that has historically been done in this country, please save it. Um, point eight is people talking about conspiracies and covering stuff up. Um, people mentioned Pfizer. Um, and also that Biden went ahead and snuck like, a thir- I think it's $32 billion um, to Pentagon, like extra in their budget that like people were supposed to approve um, or vote on or whatever. And like, they quickly snuck that in and that $32 billion could very well uh, <laughs> pay for student loans and other stuff in this country, but okay. Um, and then I just quickly want to touch on like censorship and like mental health and how like people can't use that as an excuse anymore. Like if you're triggered by a word, it's, that doesn't mean that I can't say it. If you're triggered by a word, that means you have to go to a therapist to figure to heal so that you won't be triggered by that word. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, you just can't say anything. I've been in Facebook jail for six months because I can't because I wrote certain words that are apparently triggers for people. Um, and then the last thing is I just have questions. Two questions. How did Will get up there so fast? And why didn't the cameras cut after the slap? Like, there was so much. That's why it's like, I have questions. I don't know whether it's real or fake. I'm 50-50. But my questions are, like, I'm an actress. Like, I I saw it from, like, behind the scenes and stuff. Like, that was so weird. You guys know how fast the cameras cut after Janet Jackson's nip slip. It was, like, 0.7 seconds, you know? Like, why? Even, like, when Chris was saying the end of it, he was like a little bit pausing a little bit, like giving Will time to get on the stage. But something's not sitting right with me, but that's all I have to say. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to give everyone a chance. Oh, my gosh. I love you. This was awesome. Love you, guys. Love you, T. Okay, bye. Love you, too. Thank you for calling in, <laughs> sis. Bye. <laughs> she has such big energy. I'm here for it. So I'm going to take two more calls. Um, Quentin, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello, hi. Hello? Oh. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> hey, Phil. What's up? <laughs> I finally made it on. <laughs> All right, so what you think about everything that went down? Oh, man. Uh, okay, it's very loud in your background, sir. You got to roll up. With, oh, God. You got to take turn off the blinker, uh, roll up the windows. Come on now. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna call back. I'm gonna call back. Truck? Okay, all right, sir. You have a yeah. good night. Okay. <laughs> Why y'all playing with me tonight? <laughs> he done called in from a Mack truck. <laughs> that shit was like, do, 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 wide load coming through. <laughs> all right, let me go ahead and bring on Jackie. Jackie, go ahead. I'll meet your microphone. <laughs> What's up, T? Can you hear me? Hey, Jackie, with the nice and quiet background. How you doing? 
I'm good. I'm so excited. Like I, my heart is pounding. I had to light up my cigarette because I'm that much nervous because I'm such a big fan of yours. Like, oh Thank my God, you. I have to calm myself down. Like I was literally watching you since I'm 18 years old and now I'm 24. Like it's such a big honor to be here. <sighs> Oh well, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for calling in. What did you think about the whole situation with uh, the slap gate, <laughs> the slap that went around? Well, <laughs> well I, um, I have like two points. Mm -hmm. The first point I like to make is that I find it very interesting that um, the situation happened because I'm from Germany and over here we had the same situation with another comedian over here that was slapped in the middle of a boxing event. And, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> and the difference be so between were they boxing him and... Though, and she just got slapped, or was it not a boxing match? It was, um, he was not boxing the comedian. He was just sitting at the front row, enjoying the show and everything. Um, oh. But at the middle of nowhere, the attacker came and sucker punched him. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but why, though? Kind of like, but why did they attack the comedian? What did the comedian um, well, the say do? Um, the reason is he's, unlike Chris, Rock, um, unlike Chris Rock, this comedian over here is not, he has not many fans over here. Like, he's very conniving, very sneaky, very petty, and he made a lot of enemies, and this was his, his karma, you know? Mm. And... Unlike Chris Rock, he was like all hiding and suing and trying to throw him into jail. And I had to give Chris Rock like props to, um, with the way how he handled it and how he took it, really took it like a man and not, um, not going out his way to sue him and all this and just keep it pushing and. Well, now like, he, said up he's not, he said he's not filing any criminal charges, but we don't know. He could sue him in the future. You never know. Because we know times is hard for a lot of people right now with COVID season. Yeah, no, that's right. But um, <laughs> if I was Chris Rock, to be honest, um, I wouldn't even bother to do this because I have, um, it's like a lot of stress already, like taking out the embarrassment, like, um, you know, taking out the embarrassment and already dealing with people dragging you and putting you down just because of because a small joke, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I find it kind of interesting that it happened right after the German comedian was slapped and all Germany was talking about it all day, all night. And That's very interesting. And this happened how long ago with the German comedian? Um, I think it happened like two, three days ago before um, the Will Smith incident happened. Hmm. That got me thinking, like, maybe they're copying what they did in Germany because it went viral in y'all's country. You just never know. Yeah. You know, with these Hollywood people and you guys and being that you're in Germany, like I was telling people, like, this situation is bigger than America. I mean, this went globally. All over the world. I know that's right. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't put it past them because um, this comedian is a really great comedian and he um, also had an interview with Kim Kardashian. So I mm. know that Will Smith maybe heard of him before. His name is Oliver Pocher. I know he maybe heard of his name before and went on Googling his name and what happened over there and to maybe took some inspiration and was prepared on 
something may pop up, you know? Can you write his name in the chat? All we got is Oliver. <laughs> we don't know how to yes. spell <laughs> German version. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's not a difficult name. I put it uh, right here. Okay. And, my, um, okay. and like the second point, my second point that I like to make, and what I noticed that not many people did was mm -hmm. that um, the other day I went on YouTube and um, watched the commentary with Shannon and Skip. I don't know if you know these guys. The uh, From the sports, you talking about Sh yeah. uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like Shannon, <laughs> Shannon is cracking me out, you know. I, I love Shannon. But Skip was really making uh, – uh, sorry. Skip was really making a um, – really interesting point which um, you touched on as well which was the method acting thing you know a lot mm -hmm. of people um, forget and um, forgot that the um, role that that Will Smith won an Oscar on was a very strong intensive character you know that was mm -hmm. it was like uh, um, Serena's father I think right and, and he was highly protective of his daughters yes like mm -hmm. um, Skip um, Skip also said that if Richard was here, he would he would have pay, um, he would have like um, made the same stunt, you know. So um, I think it makes sense that Will Smith laughed um, at the joke before and immediately like went into the Richard character and then went on snapping, you know. Mhm. Mm like, right, and yeah. I think you know. When it comes with method acting, like I've talked about in the past, um, from Michael B. Jordan to Heath Ledger, um, even the young man, I forget his name, that played um, the one that killed Ricky and Boys in the Hood, method acting takes you to another dimension because you have to play, you have to literally become one with these characters. Um, and it can take yeah. a toll where you lose yourself. And it takes a long time, especially depending on how long you have to play that character, how long you're filming for, for, you can lose yourself in that character. And that's one thing when I had my acting teacher, when I took acting class in L.A., matter of fact, my acting teacher was Will Smith's acting teacher. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just thought about it. Like, he worked with Will Smith, but that was one of the things that he always stressed to us was being able to exercise and come out of those roles. Because I, people have gotten lost in roles. Like, let's say you get a role of a prostitute, and if you play it long enough, you become that character, and people have ended up fucking selling ass on Skid Row, you know, because they oh, got yeah. that into character. So it's it's very real, the method acting. Because even when I watched it, when he was coming back with that little smirk and that swag in his step, that's not that didn't feel to me like a Will Smith walk or swag. That looked like King Richard. That looked like Serena's dad. And even Chris Rock, I didn't even notice it at first until somebody mentioned it in the live stream. When you see Will Smith walking up, even Chris Rock calls him King Richard. He doesn't say, yeah. oh, it's Will Smith. He calls him King Richard. So I yeah, thought, and, when um, I went back and watched it, I found that very strange. I know, and I also um, found it interesting that a lot of people said that um, Will Smith is about that life, but if I don't mis uh, under as if I don't mistaking is that Chris uh, not Chris Will 
grew up in a pretty good household, if I'm not mistaken. Like, he's mm-hmm. not about that life. He's not from the hood. And looking at him, it was not Will. It, was, it definitely wasn't him, you know. And it was very strange um, how how much he switched like this at matter of seconds, you know. And I find it very crazy that almost nobody is touching on this because it was very obvious that at this at this night it wasn't Will who spoke about uh, keeping his name out of out of his wife's mouth. It, it was Richard. It definitely was him. Mm. Well, you definitely hit on a different angle. I like that. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. It was good talking to you. So I, love, I love the German accent. I'm here for it. <laughs> thank you. I was very, I was kind of nervous about how you, how you maybe took it because us Germans, we have a very strange accent, you know, like, <laughs> I like, I cannot even um, speak the word with you know, like <laughs> I have a very hard time on speaking certain words. So I oh, appreciate no, you sound it. Good. You sound good. Thank you so much for calling in. You made a lot of good points. It's very good talking to you tonight. Thank you so much, T. Keep on flourishing and growing as always. Thank you, sis. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. All right, you guys, it's almost nine. This was a wonderful chat. I mean, we went so many different directions with Slapgate, everywhere from conspiracies of it being fake to it being real to people wanting Will Smith's mama to sit the hell down, running her mouth to folks thinking Jada, you know, did not support Will to people saying Chris Rock deserved it because he was talking shit. I loved everybody's point of view. And this is what it's about. We don't have to argue and fight and cuss each other out. It's about open dialogue, you know, so I just really enjoy everybody who came today. Um, The chat was popping. We had over what? 1200 people in here um we also have over 400 um silent listeners as well so this was definitely a really good show um so it looks like a lot of stuff is still going down concerning this whole situation somebody just texted me and they said that chris rock's brother i'm assuming it's tony rock he came out and he said that diddy was lying which i've caught out from day one we all know diddy didn't be a known liar um (laughs) that they have not seen each other or talked to each other since the slap. And he also said that he does not think that Will Smith's apology is genuine, that their family is not buying it. So that was just sent to me as breaking news via text. So this Will Smith, Chris Rock drama, this is gonna feed the internet streets literally until mid-April, mark my words. But this, wow, this is gonna last a long time. And especially being that they're ready to do a table talk, everybody's waiting to hear Chris Rock's side. You know, Chris Rock's brother's gonna be out here talking about it. So this is just scratching the surface. Um, But I'm definitely going to stay on top of the story. So once again, you guys, have a good night. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll talk to everyone later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.